Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Well, I'm just clicking record, so we always do start. I, I know I got editing this week, so I'm just clicking record now. All right, so talk for two or three hours, so uh, Graham has to edit it all out. I'm, I'm not editing anything out. I'm just putting some music in between. <laughs> That's how bow, it bow, 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 bow. I don't know. I'm making up my own music. It sounds like we got a new theme team. Yeah, it's just bow, 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 bow. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. <laughs> How's the Christmas crackers coming along, Matt? Um, I'm not tick, sure. I'm, gonna, tick, I'm not sure I'm going to do them this year. <laughs> I don't think you are either. It's less than you got 28 days left. So uh, I haven't had any with. email or anything saying. Uh, Sam, I've got material to do them with. Problem is, okay. is that time. I'm a much busier life offline nowadays. There you go. Um, but nice I'm not going to roll itself. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in my professional life, Graham. <laughs> I've got a new schedule, Graham. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm also, but I am, I'm, I'm thinking of maybe doing something, maybe going to call it the eggnog edition. Okay. Have you been, also, putting, have you been putting clips aside then from good yeah. Because I heard you mention on the last, that that was what triggered me. It was, uh, well, not triggered me. That's the wrong way. So it was, it reminded me. You mentioned something. I think it was something Ryan said. And you were like, oh, that's definitely- Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the exact quote, Greg, I've got it written down here. The, the exact quote here is, here is and it's just, you know, one moment while I quickly retrieve it from my notes. Uh, Ryan does not approve for French. Oh, that was, that was it. I do not approve of the existence of the French. You have you have now just ruined my devil's advocate, Graham. So thanks. Oh, I apologize. I do apologize for that. You're not. It was unfortunate that came up, but no, it, you didn't respond to my comment, so I was like, I'm bringing it up again, I guess. <coughs> Which comment was that? Because bear in mind, tick, I've been... tick, tick. Um, it's November first, so you got less than a month to get all your devil, all your Christmas crackers together. I've not, I've not been keeping much of social media this week, Graham. I've not been well. It's it's November third, by the way. Yeah. Well, I sent it on November first, so which doesn't which matter. Is, which is when I which which is when I became sick. Well, actually, I sent it on October thirty first, but it was past seven o'clock, so it was like with it being November in England right now, etc., etc., etc. No, I think it's just karma for uh, da, 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 me being sick. So I think da, da. you guys deserve to get sick because of the way the current clocks are oriented. Graham, you have to eight p.m. in America to be. It's fine. It was it was good. It was still time, right? In, yeah, any, case, in any case, how are you, sick note? <laughs> I'll go with sick note rather than sick note rather than the other one. So that's fine. Spot, yes. <laughs> I, I, I like to say massive thanks to last week's um guest, um Kane Michael. He was a fantastic guest. So you want to put that in the real intro? Is this is this going in? <laughs> I said we were just messing. Well, you're not editing, you said so. Uh, no, I said I am editing. Oh, yeah, I you're not editing anything out. Oh, I, we normally have at least a, some sort of. Oh, wow! This was a real cold start. Then I don't even remember. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I've, I'm watching something online. I have not been paying attention. Well, we could. We can always cut this bit out, Graham, and then we don't have to. Uh, I don't think. Is there anything? Anything that would be? I don't think there's anything controversial in there. Is there? People at least know now. Not Christmas crackers. <laughs> well, that was in the last episode, so that was like mild homophobia. Previously on Good Cop, Bad Cop. 
<laughs> I think we're good. Um, I do want to talk about something. All right, if we're going straight into it, then um, I do want to talk about one thing from uh, from the last episode. First of all, I- I'm glad I didn't do it. Um, I did fall asleep just as it was recording time anyway, so I couldn't. I just couldn't stay awake. Um, but I would have brought the energy level down. It was to me one of my favorite episodes of Good Cop Bad Cop. Um, I would have loved to have been a part of it, but not in the the state that I was. So I would have just brought the energy down. So I- I'm glad I didn't do it. But there's one part of it that I don't like at all, and it was something that Kay Michael said, um, and it was the fact that he fa- mentioned the fact that he wrestled when he had flu. I don't like that. There used to be, and we talk about this in schools now, there used to be those attendance awards, like you get 100%. We don't need those. We don't need those at all. So that's fine if you're wrestling, and all the other wrestlers agree upon this. Hey, look, if we're sick, we're all going to wrestle, but just be aware, you might catch something for me. If all the other wrestlers are cool with that, hey, I put my hands up, I'm perfectly okay with it. But the reason I was sick was because I worked with some, I came into contact with somebody who was also sick and they should not have been in the building. So I don't like the idea of, I think now if COVID's taught us anything, when you're sick, you stay home. You just suck it up for a couple of days. You stay out of the way, but you don't inflict that on somebody else. So like I really don't weird. like that side of things at all. But that's, that's a fair comment. I, I know also you were taking the piss out of me as well. So I understand that was part of it as well. But the idea of working when you're sick, and I'm hoping on days like that, like you don't have a merch table, you're not interacting with the crowd. Um, I don't like that idea of people being sick and possibly putting that on. All- <coughs> well, I can say, Graham, I apologize if I sound a little bit throaty. I'm still getting over my sickness this week. Um, I came down with a very, very... I'm not quite sure it was. It wasn't COVID, but it felt like COVID. Yeah. Because um, I tested myself. Um, Wednesday, Wednesday lunchtime, um, Chris inadvertently brought something home from work, mm-hmm. um, gave it to me. He didn't get sick from it. I did. <laughs> um, and to knock me out is saying something, because apart because my elbow, and when I fractured it uh, just over three weeks ago now, uh, the first time I've had any time of sick, barring when I've been infected with COVID, in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And that includes me working through colds, flu, and I really shouldn't be doing that. It, it's something um, that we've all done. I, I, I had a period of 10 years when I didn't take a day off either. Yeah. But... but, I mean, I could have joked myself and probably gone into work. But, as you said, one thing I've learned from COVID is if you're sick, you need to rest and recover. And I'm glad I did. Because I went back to work today, I was much better for it. Yep. But I'm sure that Ryan will actually appreciate, like I am, you saying it was one of your favourite episodes to listen to. Oh, absolutely. It was it was amazing. I, it was it was humorous. I know you guys were taking a piss out of me a lot, but even even with that, I, I, st- I still really enjoyed it. And I'm really glad to hear K. Michael said at the end as well that he wants to come back on again. And he wanted to do fan cop moments as well. Like, man, what a guy. He, like, jumped straight into it. So, no, it was, uh, yeah, it was a great episode. I did roll my eyes when I heard it was two hours and 20 minutes to begin with without all those things that we took out to keep it a reasonable length. Um, and the weird was, thing is... With thing of the well, you you messaged me like like I'm at forty minutes and good cops just finished. How is this two and a half hours? <laughs> and then you found out. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is going to be. You guys are just old whiners, pretty much. <laughs> You're just going to be complaining about the state of wrestling for the next hour and forty minutes. No, it, it was a great episode. It was a great episode. It was nice having a wrestler's perspective. Mm-hmm. Always is. Yep. Ryan. Is he still there, or is he watching his videos? Oh, yeah. oh he's still there. All right, just checking. 
And it was also really nice to hear Ryan mention the fact that the part that he loves in the show is uh, the interactivity, the the people throwing in their fan cart moments. Um, the only criticism I have for Ryan is, though, um, he complained that there hadn't been any guests and it was Kay Michael. Um, I seem to remember, Matt, and you can remind me if I'm wrong on this. Ryan suggested several guests to people who would be good. And we were like, go ahead, book them. Go, go ahead, bring them. Uh, no, I and was told that, uh, like that Matt is the head of the booking committee. No, I don't remember that side at all. You, we can check the tapes. Matt, doesn't I, 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 I will clarify this. Here. I can understand the confusion here. Graham, I can quote almost verbatim here. Matt's been doing the booking recently. Correct. Correct. I used the head of booking. booking. You, so you have been doing the booking, but no, we we both agreed. Hey, if you, you booked, people, you booked for a year, Graham. Over there, you booking guests for a year. You would be yeah, fair. So. Yeah. Uh, but I do agree with Ryan's comment. We're, we want Dan Griffin on again as well. But I want UTT Rob on again as well. Preferably like on that. the same time as I am this time, Graham. <laughs> and not just insulting me for, for an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> you were doing, you were, fucking speed check. You were doing something. So that's that's what happens. That's why we oh, had guests. I was at originally. EGX. No, no, yeah, I was exactly. at CX, no, I wasn't. I was at CXW, the first show. You were busy. That's why I needed a guest. We needed to keep the show rolling. But no, <laughs> so this is official then, right, Matt? Ryan has permission to go ahead and book some guests on our behalf. You can book whoever you want, Ryan, at any go. point. Just let us know when and where. Okay, so I just need to double check something. Starting when our times change, 3 p.m. for us is 8 p.m. for you. Yes. Correct. Okay. Oh, are you booking guests from uh, from UK? No, but oh. you know, some normal Americans work nine to five. Well, well, of course. That that's always been our problem. That's always been. Because I work nine to five. I just luckily have a job where I can always nobody can fucking pays later. attention. I can record later because I'm not a pussy like Graham is. Well, I was also thinking. So, Matt, what what's your schedule like? What are your days off? Uh at the moment, it, de- it depends which week it is. We could so it's kind of a rotating. It Pardon? changes. It changes. It depends on which week we're on, Ryan, because I've got a two-week schedule at the moment, and in a, about a month's time, move to a three-week schedule. So it'll be really confusing. Okay, so you get your schedule two weeks ahead. So uh, you'll get a schedule it'll, for it'll the next two weeks. It'll be a set schedule. I should probably okay. edit this section out. This is terrible. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think we started yet. I thought we were just shooting the shit. Okay, so Matt, I will discuss with you um, because I'm thinking, like, I think we start with some of our podcasting friends. Our familia. Yeah, because I think people who already know us in some shape or form are going to be, uh, and, and this is the one thing that I thought was a weak part of last week's episode was I don't think Kane really understood the quote unquote rules of the game. Um, like with, yeah. Like you were like, Oh, do speed he check. Did? And he, he was is? like, okay. <laughs> and he did like a speed check of like promotion. <laughs> he didn't understand that it was a speed check of bad cop moments. <laughs> Oh, you can I, promote. We we always like guests promote whenever they want. Oh, that's well, that's sure, yeah, that's, but he, he promote premiere. He promoting his shit. And to be fair, like the Island Warfare match, I want to be there for that. Yeah, yeah. 
I'd want to oh, be no. there. I am also glad, but I just mentioned thoughts of everybody right now on the other way dealing with her with, with Storm Kieran having blown through. Mm, of course, yeah. Um, thankfully, no loss of life. Mm-hmm. But I would not have wanted to have been booking shows this weekend. Thank God it weren't next week because next week is CXW. <laughs> And a lot of our guys are coming from the Isle of Wight, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. But yeah, I apologize for, for, for batting in, sorry. No, it's just, yeah, I, I figure, you know, like, I, I and, and don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed last week. I thought it was a lot of fun, and it was great to have just someone else to kind of, like, you know, and, and, and no offense to anyone in this room right now. But, you know, having a new person, it gives us new perspectives. It gives us new ways to kind of, you know, like, you know me, I like to bounce humor off of people. And so it was nice to have kind of someone, you know, I feel like we created some new jokes. We had a laugh. It was a good time. Um, And and whenever you bring in new people, you're going to have that. Um, I also think that the show, the show's format, really really encourages guests and i'm assuming that was always in your design no no that, that was absolutely really? not in the design at all no never uh, we never planned this was literally um, me having spent about 25 to 30 minutes thinking of an idea i came up with two one was absolutely terrible and uh, this one worked it sounded like yeah we could work with this i'd like to point out we were on episode 252 i've never heard what the idea was you you did because I sent them both to you. Yeah, I, I will tell. I will tell you off air. Yeah, fair enough. It would not have lasted two hundred and fifty. But we never. <laughs> it was really a temporary measure while Mason wasn't recording. So Mason was on the really, noise. It was yeah. like think of about ten episodes. It wasn't to think of anything further than that. And we've outlived Mason's show <laughs> by a long way. You've outlived most wrestling podcasts <laughs> somehow. You could you could take wrestling out of that sentence. Yeah, you 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 you've outlived most podcasts. Well, I like I was thinking kind of like what um um like uh Dan and Sai do with Doctor Who Pod, where they do it in a seasonal format, where they do eight to ten episodes or whatever, and then they take a break. And then they come back and do what you know, like whatever the I number like that. is. I do. No, it's it's great because like it gives you a chance to like like look at how I I think we were all really on our game when we were off for a couple of weeks, and then it was just like oh we haven't done this in a while, and we're all like super excited. I'm not saying we do, Graham. No, <laughs> I'm say, just saying. I was a big fan of the record every three weeks format that just happened unintentionally. But like that um, seasonal format, I think really, le- I think it's why a lot of the uh, SJP shows have lasted where others haven't, because some of their shows, they, they just take a break. <laughs> They're like, okay, yep, the season's over. We'll see you in a couple months. Ryan, 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 yeah, what? You've, you've, you're already booked, mate. You haven't got to kiss my ass, mate. <laughs> Oh, are we recording now? What is happening? <laughs> um, yeah, I no, was going to add in, but before it's like 50 minutes later and I forget, uh, we have got friends of the show, as it were, who have been on and still had no idea what at all. Uh, I'm thinking of you, uh, Mr. Pellegrini, <laughs> specifically. 
He he's the second. He has made the second most appearances behind exactly. Ryan. And he still had no idea. And that's before Ryan became full time as well. Correct. I'm like I'm like the Pat McAfee of this show. No, I started you... showing up for guest spots, and now I just stick around. I just, I'd like to point out Pat McAfee at one point was the um oh what's his name. I can't tell if you're actually trying to think or if you're just doing the, a comedic effect right now. The guy, the guy who you hate, Kevin. Kev, he was a Kevin Patrick for me for a long time. Yeah, he was. Oh, that used to I be the could not, I could not fucking stand him, yep. and then suddenly overnight, bang, it clicked. See, mm-hmm. I was lucky because that clicked almost immediately when I saw him and said, like, I think it was within the first couple of weeks when he was doing NXT stuff. I went, oh, this guy's just a super fan, but he's also an athlete. Yeah. So this, like, he, Pat McAfee, and this goes all the way back to the beginning for me. Pat McAfee was always the voice of the fans. And I loved that. I absolutely loved that, especially when he was doing NXT stuff. And then when he hit uh, SmackDown, I was like, this is him and Cole might be a top five commentary team all time. Could be I love them together. I, I, I I'm really want football to end so McAvee can make more appearances with them. And I want him to replace Kevin Patrick. So, Dude, have it, a broom could replace Kevin Patrick and you would know. It's, it's true. Um, okay, you know what? I'm, it's time to take this seriously. I am going to stop watching my live stream and come here so we can actually record a show. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I, 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 I understand why people didn't like Pat McAfee at first. I get it. But day one, it, it, and I think for a lot of people, I, uh, this, the, the switch, as you say, happened when he had that match against Adam Cole. And it was like, no. who the, f- what the fuck, what is this? And then he, Blew it out of the water. But the, but the thing is, the I have I have a I had a problem with all of these big name uh, multimedia stars coming in and 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 having a go at this wrestling at this thing because I know this will get me a load of views on TikTok, you know. Uh, but, that's, I, that's... I, but I was but I was very protective of of as, as Gunter says the sacred sport between these ropes, you know. Yeah, but but that. Pat, okay, let, let's just look at this as as like cut and dry. Like, let's go back thirty years. Football players wrestling—that's always been a thing. I'd like to point out that was the main event of WrestleMania eleven, and it fucking sucked. Yeah, but that was that was a football player having a wrestling match, not a football player who became a wrestler. Baron Corbin, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns—these are just three current former NFL players who are professional wrestlers. Yes. Need I say more? <laughs> no, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't betting you too. But when you get people who, in my opinion, at one point, and there's all different footage of me saying this. Um, did you say that word? No, I... So, uh, okay. I, I actually, I've one. Did you... Point, oh, wait. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to um, counteract it immediately. It's fine. I had a big, I had a problem with Bad Bunny being involved at first. Big, big problem with Bad Bunny being involved. 
Um, I didn't like the idea of Logan Paul being involved. I'm still not sold on him being in the company. So you know, if he's going to be in it, do it full time. Don't do it part time. Um, I don't. I. I mean, Bad Bunny versus um, Damian Priest for Backlash was it, was it was it a great match from a wrestling point of view? No. Was it a great match in terms of spectacle? Top five of the year. Spectacle, the crowd, everything involved in it, the returns, the, everything that was involved was amazing. I've been won over by certain things, mainly because we've got someone actually in charge who actually likes wrestling. So, before we start this show, finally, I'm just going to say one thing. Did you watch the new Insight with Baron Corbin? Yes. No. He said it. When him and Pat McAfee were on the Colts together, before they were famous, when they were just fresh out of college, they became friends over their love of professional wrestling and said, if the NFL locks us out, we should go train to be wrestlers. So to me, Pat McAfee is the kind of athlete who should 100% absolutely be here. And that's before the, 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 the switch clicked. That's he should have been here. Honestly, I kind of wish he'd blown out his knee and never played in the NFL. Think of the Hall of Fame career he would have had because he has that passion and energy. Anyways, welcome to Good Cop, Bad Cop. That's all we got time for this week. Oh, yeah, have a great night, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to say you are. You definitely can book guests. Just to go back to a point made from about 30 minutes ago. Uh, but let's make sure we get a, like a four-hour window available. <laughs> so. All right, I am booking. We're gonna need it. We're gonna need it for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, the host of the MGB Wrestling Podcast, Mason is here. <laughs> oh shit, he didn't show up. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> he is in the building, as it were, but uh, no, he's not available for recording right now. Oh, uh, he's like CM Punk at Impact. <laughs> wow, what non-existent? No, he was backstage the night after Bound for Glory. <laughs> Oh, oh, I missed that. He's been back to WWE. Hmm. Yeah. He's uh, uh, Scott Demore just talked about. It. He's like, you know what? You know, he was here. He was respectful to me. He was respectful to my talent. He's always welcome here. Thanks, and, thanks. you know, uh, I'm starting to think that the issue maybe wasn't. I mean, the issue definitely is CM Punk, but I'm thinking the issue also is Tony Khan. But, well, anyways, we discussed Tony Khan at great length last week. Well, I think what? he might get mentioned again. Might get mentioned once or twice today. Yeah. Anyways, uh, oh, and we just got another best cop moment, so I think we're ready to go. Oh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Good. Bad. All right, Ryan, step up to the plate. What's your main good cop moment of the week or whatever time frame you're using? We, we had an introduction. What is happening? Where am I? Huh? We didn't do an Why intro. I mean, right. We didn't do an intro. We started the show 30 minutes ago. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's because you didn't say welcome to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 253. He already, did, he already did that. That's the official intro. The intro is you asking me for my Good Cop, and then me saying just we didn't have an intro, and right. then Matt saying the number of the episode. So he's this happy. is our he's, intro. He's, he's had it now. He's happy. It's Anyways. 253? I thought it was 252. Fuck, I'm wrong. I have 252. 
I normally check before we start, but we. To be fair, I'm ill still. We'll put it down to we, that. I was say we kind of we were we, we planned to record and then it was actually an hour earlier, so I didn't get a chance sure. to do the video ahead of time. I think it's two fifty two personally. But... It is. It, it is doesn't matter. matter. I'm out. It of doesn't whack. matter what episode. Ryan, it is. Ryan, shoot and score, please. Uh so I'm going to do something that I think is unexpected. I'm giving my good cop moment this week to not Graham. I'm giving my good cop moment this week. Are you ready for it? To AEW All Elite Wrestling, which is rare, but I am giving them my good cop moment this week. Uh, And the reason I am is because on Dynamite this past week, they did something that I think doesn't happen enough anymore, but it used to happen often. They did a cold open to the show. And I really love, I love when a show goes on the, when a wrestling show goes on the air and something is already happening, whether it's a backstage interview, a brawl, a match has already started, something like, you know, just where it just starts and the show starts. And then, yeah, you can, you can do the intro after if you want, like you can do the whole, you know, dynamite introduction, but starting the show with a cold open. I, I think that's really spectacular entertainment. Um, and this week started with a promo uh, backstage with Brene Paquette and MJF. And I was just, it was worth it. It was, it was unexpected too, because again, I'm so used to dynamite starting out with the dynamite theme song, but having it start with that, I, I'm, I'm just a big fan of it. WWE used to do it all the time and they very rarely do it. Now, I think a couple months ago they did, they opened up with a brawl in progress, which I'm always a fan of. Um, but yeah, that is my that's my main, you know, I, and, and not not to say there wasn't better things. That was just the thing that surprised me the most, and I was like, yeah, it's a good thing. I like that. Well, if you ever go back and listen to the start of this show, I think you'll appreciate it then as well. Um, I've noticed something on a kind of the opposite side of that is um, I think one of the reasons I'm really enjoying Raw and SmackDown right now is um, the ending. It kind of feels very much like when I started watching wrestling. Almost every single one starts with a match. Somebody comes and interferes. They're getting beat down on. Then somebody comes out and runs and rescues them. There's just so much conflict right now between different people. I really like it having at the end of a match, having about eight to ten people in the ring. Everyone's pointing at each other. Everyone's hitting each other, etc. 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 So it's kind of the opposite side from what you just talked about, but that's another similar thing that I'm really enjoying in my wrestling right now as well. I like seeing Cody coming out. I like seeing Jimmy coming out. I like seeing Jay coming out. I like seeing Roman coming out. I like seeing all those people kind of suddenly being in the ring at the end of the show, and they're all staring off at each other, ready for whatever they put on us on the next show. No, absolutely. I, I I do I do enjoy a good chaotic ending as well, but those I feel like a, a lot more common um in wrestling um what i don't like and i've noticed this from all companies lately is they try to do chaotic ending but it ends up where they're just like it's people standing around like what do we do are the cameras still on uh do we start the dark match yet or what's going on um and i've noticed that a couple of times you know it's extra hard for yeah, I, I've noticed it in WWE a couple times. Yeah. I think it's extra, it's extra hard for AEW because as soon as Dynamite ends, they film Rampage. Mm. So, yeah. like, and and that's a... I'm not a big fan of that in general. It harkens back to the old in-your-house format that WWF used back in the day because in-your-house was two hours on pay-per-view. 
but it was a three-hour show. So you would see two hours on pay-per-view. The pay-per-view would end, and then they would have a, more matches for the live attendance. Mick Foley talks about how after Buried Alive, the, the lightning strikes the, the grave, and then Undertaker's hand comes out of the dirt. And then two minutes later, out come the new rockers, fucking Al Snow and Bob Holly. Like, how do you go from someone who was just buried alive to like, hey, look, it's fucking Al Snow and Bob Holly, or what was his name, Leaf Leaf Cassidy? Sorry, Leaf Cassidy. Matt, what you got for us? <coughs> Go first, like surprise ball at you, Graham. Oh. You're gonna He's also be copying you as well. One view at a time, please. <laughs> you are also gonna praise AEW? Uh, no, actually. Um something that surprised me this week. Um WWE had to pipe booze in this week. This is a good cop model. <laughs> Hear me out. Fair to pipe in booze for Dominic on NXT. Because they were cheering him. Oh! This could be the turn, sort of an organic face turn for him and Rhea. And it would feel appropriate if they were to break away from Judgment Day. And that's face. This, I mean, let's face it, Rhea is the breakout star from Judgment Day, unquestionably. I mean, Damien and Finn are good. I mean, I'm going to be a big fan of Finn Balor. Um, even Chris knows how much like Finn Balor. He got me a bobblehead of him one year for Christmas. So it's like he knows, everyone knows how much I like Finn Balor. Two weeks ago, and we're already back on husband's list. Oh, oh Ryan, don't forget, you got to tell us your number. You forgot to tell us your number two. Finn Balor's not on my list. He's was my number one. No. Wow. Dominic is. Uh, hold on, how old is Dominic? We talked about the other twenty-four. That person was way too old. He's older than Spotify. Yeah, he is. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought he was about twenty-two. He's twenty-four, I think. Him and Rhea are the same age. Well, oh, he was okay. he was eight in two thousand and five. <laughs> oh, Matt's gonna have fun solving this equation. He's twenty-five. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 26. <laughs> I'm sick. Fuck you. But Dominic Mysterio, his in general, his his wrestling ability has got has come on leaps and bounds in more than one. Um they were they were cheering his um his Eddie persona that he seems to be embodying a bit now. I, I'm really pleased um that he's Yes, he's got Rhea winning him matches from a storyline point of view, but the guy gets the business. He really does. I, I, I can see him being a future world champion. I'm fully aware as well at this point. I also said the same thing about Zack Ryder at this point. Zack Ryder's got world champions all over the world right now. Yeah, one actually matters. I'm trying. Uh, so you're saying the independent scene doesn't matter? I'm saying one that would that uh, that everybody would recognize as a world championship, and I do. The former GCW world champion. They're the former, biggest indie current. organization former, on the current. planet. 
former, not current young man. Uh, I think he's uh, Warriors Wrestling World Champion too. Fair, okay. Well, Nick, I retract my statement. Didn't you also have Umberto Carrillo as a as a future world champion as well? I think the potential would be be one. Yes, I, the fact that they dropped the ball on him is ridiculous. He does make an appearance in my uh, in my speed check later. Actually, Carrillo does. Oh, okay. Yes. But uh, not in a section you think. Oh, okay. It's in the sexy cop moment. No, no, Ryan, no. I'm gone a week and you're already changing the format of the show. No, just no. Um, so yeah, um, the fact, the good cop moment that he, the, the crowd seemed to be organically turning um, Dominic and Rhea, which I'm all for, you know, and Triple H usually get behind that sort of thing, you know, as they did with LA Knight. Jumped on it. Yeah. And let's not forget, in 2022, um, he had, he was officially given the worst gimmick um, award of the year. This year, he's arguably the hottest thing in wrestling. I think I saw it four months in a row he's been the top merch seller for WWE. He's also main yeah. eventing a, you know, like it or hate it, a <laughs> major, major pay-per-view for them against their top champion. Yeah. You know, you, you go from maximum male models to pretty much main eventing the international version of WrestleMania that they've created in months. Yeah. Um, I slight bad cop on that though, Ryan. Uh, apparently, there's a massive thunderstorm scheduled for for the, for the event. As you well. know what? I'm okay with that because if it can give me, hold on, wait for it. If it can give me uh, an equivalent to Michael Cole and Samoa Joe in ponchos at WrestleMania, <laughs> giving make... some of the best we're trying to delay as best we can commentary, uh, I am all here for it. We mentioned we mentioned this actually when we were doing WrestleMania um, a couple of years back. Uh, we mentioned how adorable Samoa Joe looked in a poncho. He um, did. He looked so cute. It's really weird saying that about a man who could literally kill me. <laughs> the longest reigning Ring of Honor champion, Samoa Joe. Look what it did. The television Christmas champion. Year. Oh, sorry, television champion. And also, Ring of Honor doesn't count anymore. So okay, I, we, that's actually part of the AEW, and then nope, throws them we'll, the we'll, in the same segment. We'll actually get to that later. I have a new segment I'm debuting tonight. So the weird thing is, is that if if they wanted one man to legitimize it, Joe's the man to do it. But anyway, anyway, Graham, you bring us your good comment, please. All right, my main good cop moment of the week is um, a wrestling event that I attended last week. Oh man, it's um, not about baseball. That's crazy. <laughs> Thirty-nine minutes wrestling um, only in the first half before they got to the end of the mission. Uh, the total show was only one hour and fifty-one minutes, and that includes the intermission. Uh, only five matches, which I didn't realize. And um, the Facebook post actually said uh, it could be up to seven matches, actually, because one of the matches is two out of three falls. I'm not sure that counts as a separate match. I'm pretty sure that's still set, uh, five matches. Seven falls, perhaps, but certainly still five matches. Anyway, I um, I digress. I digress. Uh, cans of soda at the concessions were $2 each. Um 
all the wrestlers who were on the concert, who were at the merch table, um, every single one of them was a heel. Not one of the faces appeared at all. Um, there was no suicide dives. There was no dives from the top rope. There was no high flying moves. No scuba uh, dives. <laughs> no scuba dives at all. No, none of them. Uh, we even had Bro Keller, who's known for being a high flyer. Nope, we didn't have any of the <laughs> didn't have any of that type of uh, action at all. Um, so why on earth is this my good cop moment? Um, it was the return yeah. to the JCC. This was the first time in four and a half years. Um, this is where I started my journey on uh, independent wrestling uh, with the Ugly Ducklings, Tim Donst, uh, Sugar Donkerton. Uh, John, oh God, Jonathan Gresham, uh, people like that. And um, yeah, it was the first time since Nova Pro had closed. Uh, it was so long ago that Jackson did not even remember the venue at all. And um, yeah, it was super short. And um, you know what? I had an absolute blast. Now I did, this really did put the test though, my theory of, uh, I like a tight two hour show. So one hour, 51 minutes. And it, it was good. So why is this, having said all those negative things, how is it that I still liked it? It wasn't just sentimentality. Um, I like the fact that Brokeller was appearing. Um, he actually broke his arm or something because he was in a sling, kind of like, like you, Mason. Uh, like you, uh, sorry, Matt. And like Jackson was as well. I have been called worse things. O'Shea Edwards was there as well. So it was hey, good to see some of the former uh people there who we recognize um somebody who i wasn't familiar with ace montana uh who came out and uh kind of talked um he, had, he did, they did a halloween show as well it's all the goofy stuff like we talked about it no, nothing replaces being at a live wrestling event having a halloween show and oh my goodness the, i'm not saying the attendance was was low was not great it, it wasn't it wasn't fantastic but the number of people who dressed up to take part in the halloween show they had five prizes that's how many um that's how many people actually got recognized for this and and uh, Mason didn't win a prize, and neither did Jackson. So, you know, young kids, obviously, normally... There was a lot of people who dressed up, adults, kids. It was the goofy stuff. It, it was fun. Everyone was having a good time, and that's what it kind of comes down to. Anyway, Ace Montana was talking to... Kind of working his way around the crowd, and he was talking to a couple of uh, students from... Uh, I assume it was George Mason. Never been to a wrestling show before. That's the type of thing that I enjoyed. Like, they knew nothing, so they were asking different questions of the wrestler. So, like, oh, so do you, like, wrestle every night or anything? And he was telling them, like, hey, look, I'm leaving. I'm going to Texas tonight. Uh, next week, I'm going down to Florida, blah, 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 blah. So you got to see the non-wrestling fans see things that they'd never seen before. Like, somebody will do a clothesline, take down a wrestler, and then they're going to flex their muscles to the crowd. They were loving stuff like this. Young kids who were there. One of the kids who won the uh, Halloween costume, as we were leaving, we just happened to be leaving at the same time as them. And you hear that phrase that I heard several times when I was at Nova Pro shows that I love. Can we come again next time? You've won the fans over. It was only a short show. It didn't. It wasn't the best show in many different aspects, but the stories told were good. They involved the crowd. It was that interactivity. It was fun. It was inexpensive. Uh, it was suitable for people of all ages. The show finished uh, just before nine, so people could get home quickly. This was the day when Mason was taking part in the junior, let me get this right, junior state disc golf championships down in Richmond. So we had a really early start that day. We traveled down at six o'clock. Luckily, it finished a little earlier, so we made it back in time, bought front row seats, and we were still home by about 9.30. So returning to JCC was just, it was so cool to be back in that building. But just to see a lot of people who were clearly not diehard wrestling fans having a really good time, good comment. So much relatable stuff there from when I, I keep, I'm not trying to pin because I work from, but I see it so often at CXW 
people say the same sort of thing, and it's wonderful. I'm pretty sure, Ryan, do you have some experience when you want to go to Beyond and things like that in the past? Or? Well, first and foremost, I want to say, Graham, you're completely wrong. Absolutely 100% wrong, unequivocally wrong, because if anything Twitter has taught me is you, you're not allowed to have fun at a there's nothing fun or goofy about professional wrestling it has to be five star matches or it's the worst show you've ever seen that is the way it's supposed to be if you're not will osprey and kenny omega you Dome, if you're not them at the, or mike bailey and will osprey at bound for glory you, it doesn't count it's a horrible match a terrible show and you should feel ashamed of yourself but in reality um yeah, no, I, 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 ex- I absolutely love hearing stuff like that. And I've had, you know, I've brought plenty of friends to wrestling shows, you know, independent shows, stuff like that. And they leave and they're like, that is not what I expected. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, it's because so many people are hardwired to, you know, I'll just for lack of a better term, I'll just say television wrestling for WWF and WCW, TNA, ECW, um, AEW, you know, stuff like that. You know, they're hardwired to think that is what professional wrestling is. And they're right to an extent. It's one form of. But it's, you know, when you go to these indie shows, you get to meet the wrestlers. You get to interact with them. That's why I always say, like, people are like, oh, well, I only go to, like, Raws and SmackDowns. I don't go to house shows. Go to house shows because that's where they have fun. That's where you get to interact with the wrestlers. You know, I, I've had many interactions with WWE world champions at house shows because that's what they do that the how they know it's not televised you know half the time it's we're not doing storylines or anything tonight we're just booking matches go out there and have fun you've got 20 minutes and they say great let's go out there and have fun and they and you can tell well you see the videos online of how much fun they're having and like um what was it a couple months ago where solo was arguing with like a little kid in the crowd like, you're not going to see him do that on TV because he's the stoic, he's the muscle, he just stands there and stares at people. But to have him interacting with a fan, that's what you get at house shows, that's what you get at live events. Um, it actually kind of breaks my heart that AEW was like, oh yeah, we're going to start doing house shows now. And then they quickly abandoned it. And it's like, that sucks because think of the amount of fun that they have on television and think of that dialed up. Yeah. And having that roster do all this goofy shit at house shows um for the diehard fans you yeah. know i i it it's uh, yeah i'm a i'm a big proponent of live professional wrestling in general um i got two more things um i'd forgotten how cool it is to be sat front row and being that close it felt so in my face it was un- unreal the chops were extra loud like, the show we went to two weeks prior to that, we weren't far back. We were, like, five rows back. But when you're front row, oh, my gosh. It's a totally different. And that's why I was kind of annoyed there was no suicide dives or anything. And the thing that I'd forgotten about, we didn't pay for the concessions because it was too expensive. A slice of pizza was, like, I think $5 or something. We're like, no. Um, Mason reminded me. He said straight away, he's like, we can just go to 7-Eleven like we used to. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. 7-Eleven, like, literally half a mile down the road. Uh, $7 pizzas at the weekend and that's exactly what we did as soon as the match had finished we went down picked up a pizza divvied it up in the car 
took some home because it's far too big. It, it just felt like it just felt like an overpro event again, having those same sort of faces, same sort of routine. And um, it was cool that both of the boys went and they, they both had fun as well. So yeah. I've I have one little issue with the photos you took, by the way, Graham. Uh oh. What was that? Well, it looks like someone put Mason in a, in a taffy puller. In a what? In a taffy puller. I don't even know what that is. He's, he's saying he's tall. He's stretched uh, out. Okay. He looks so, he's too tall. I don't think that it would have gone through because I believe now um, that the Twitter account is protected. Um, you used to be a big listener to MGB, so you might remember this. Uh, one of the people who we used to sit next to was uh, was Maddie and her boyfriend. Yeah, and Maddie was one of the kind of protectors of Mason. She was very sort of I'm, I'm guessing young early twenties, but she was super protective of Mason. And we used to sit together at a lot of shows. And I was one of the people who I was wondering, oh, I wonder if Maddie will be there. And the comment was, there is no way that Mason's that tall. I was like, yeah, uh, he is. Yep. Yep. He's a sophomore in high school now. But so Jackson now is the age Mason was when Mason first went to Nova Pro events because it's six years. And that was the that's the difference in their ages. It does make me kind of sad that Jackson doesn't remember going. He he remembers meeting some of the wrestlers, but he didn't remember the um, he said he it helps that you have the video footage. I have the the one for me from the last show was uh, Tim Donst is I don't know beating up on some guy and you can see Jackson in front of the ring and he's like throwing punches <laughs> and things like that. That that's one of my favorite videos from the last Nova Pro event. Yeah. Yep. Oh, All right. My cold heart. <laughs> Speed check time. I was kind of hoping that Mason might say, "Hey, we could uh we could record <laughs> we could do a review of that show, right?" From he didn't say anything. I didn't ask him to, but it was like, ah. It would have been it would have been kind of nice to do that. All right, speed check time. Um, a minute thirty. If there's anything else you want to talk about that's good cop moment related, uh, Ryan, you're up first. Let's talk about Halloween Havoc, both nights one and two. Phenomenal showing by NXT. Absolutely brilliant. I really enjoyed um, pretty much all the matches and all the storylines. Um, and I'm assuming now it's a bad cop moment for Matt at this point because he brought up a certain wrestler uh, and didn't bring it up during his good cop moment. But I really, really loved the TLS match, the tables, ladders and scares. Um, probably the best TLC match we've had in years. Just a brutal, brutal contest. Um, and I, I can't say I really loved uh, uh, Valkyria. Uh, on night one winning the NXT Women's Championship because I don't think anyone saw that coming. I thought we saw Becky holding it probably until the Rumble or uh, losing it to Jade, essentially. I think that's what a lot of people saw. It was holding it until Jade beat her. Um, Just absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal match. Um, I really liked Cody's promo at the end of Raw this week. Um, I thought it gave a much more aggressive side to his character that hasn't really been prevalent in his current run with wwe um i really uh and i'm gonna you know i say it i feel like every week uh chris and interviews they just get better and better every single one yep i keep seeing posts that he's climbing up those charts as well and quite right oh yeah i mean like his his last couple of guests you know um eric rowan carmelo hayes uh um. Oh, why am I blanking? Because uh, Baron Corbin, like, and he's not getting the one was brilliant. 
usually when he does these WWE interviews that are like 10 minutes long, 15 minutes long, you know, whatever, these are full like hour and 15 minute long interviews where <laughs> these people get to actually talk about their careers and stuff. And are we laughing at Matt dying? I'm, I'm, no, I'm just wondering, like, every time he coughs, I'm like, just put your mute button on. And then finally he realizes this time. It's like, all right, whatever. Thanks for sharing those coughs. Yeah, you can give him the middle finger as much as you like. It's not like you're a rookie broadcaster here. Like, you know that you can put mute on. Hey, hey, it's, his, it's his first day. It's his first day. Leave him alone. <laughs> all right. Um, have you finished your coughing fit? Are you ready to do your 90 seconds? Or do you want me to go first? I'm happy to go. All right, go ahead. We were all, we were all big fans of Asuka. Obviously, we're all big fans of, you know, Sky. We're a big fan of Japanese wrestlers in general, I think, who come over to America and do a good job. Someone in the pandemic era went back to Japan. Um, and now she's back on the Eternal WWE roster. She's set to re-debut soon. Kyrie back. Oh, we want to apologize before. to all of our guests for spoilers that Matt just likes to shout out on on show. It, he does it all the time. This is common knowledge, right? Nope, I had no idea because I avoid that shit, motherfucker. It, it's <laughs> been everywhere for the last four days. She was expected to come back at the last pay per view, or a lot of people were predicting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm and seeing as great as you press start at the time, I'm going to keep talking. Uh, I press I I press that one because I was holding it. Now you good. Um, um. To be to be to be brutally honest, um, I'm looking I'm looking forward to the LA Knight versus uh Roman Reigns match, even though we know it's pointless. Uh, actually watching a match because Roman ain't gonna drop the belt in Saudi Arabia. Uh, if he does, it'd be the biggest shock ever. Um, I mean, Knight may go over by DQ, but uh. Yeah, we've discussed it before. It's 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 risky, but um, it'll be a great match, and I hope Mysterio kicks Logan Paul's ass. This was not the good cop moment I thought it was going to be, actually, because I knew where you were going. I, I figured it was Kyrie Sane. Um, I heard a different story that said um, while she was back in Japan, as well as wrestling, uh, she was also taking qualifications to become, and not to become, sorry, um, like a social worker. She wanted to help people with their mental health issues. Um, and it all stemmed from what happened to, and I apologize, I cannot remember the wrestler's name, uh, something Kimura, I think it was. The Japanese wrestler who came Kamara, yeah. Uh, thank you. So I thought that's where you were going with that story. But the fact that somebody who's a wrestler who it affected them and they were like, hey, if I can do something that can help other people, and they did that outside of wrestling as well. Um, I saw that story break this week as well. It is good news for sure. Yeah. Yep. Brian? Yeah. Uh, just before before we get to that, just so everyone knows, uh Snape kills Dumbledore. If we're just spoiling things, I just want to make sure that everyone knows <laughs> Snape killed not, Dumbledore. That's um not. Also, also the little the, the the so Bruce Willis, he was dead the whole time. <laughs> uh, just so everyone's know, he was a ghost, and that's why the little kid could see dead people. If one, uh, oh, if one of the biggest spoilers, Darth Vader is Luke's father. That's that's not even true. Anakin Skywalker is Luke's father, and then he became Darth Vader. It's you're, you're wrong. It's fine. Go ahead, does, Graham. Does go, Darth say? That he is his father to him while he's wearing the mask. Yes or no? Uh, no, I don't believe he says that. Uh, I think you're misremembering the quote. 
Yeah, it's one of those quotes that it's like beat me up, Scotty. It was never said. I'm yeah, your... yeah. No, he he's he, he... No, he no, didn't he, say that. No, he he says he says uh Luke, um be careful or you'll fall down a giant shaft. I'm just trying to protect you. Uh and then everything's in Luke's head. Uh, Graham, <laughs> you're BJ Peter. Um, I loved um from SmackDown last week, um, the fact that LA Knight came and interrupted Roman Reigns' entrance. Like I hate the entrance anyway. It's like five minutes long anyway, but the fact that LA Knight did that, I thought that was perfect. Um, this is from October 29th. I saw this on Dustin Tarr's Facebook feed. Uh, during halftime of the Laurel versus Delmar football game, a special memorial dedication was presented to the Pew family in honor of Jammin' Pew. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, the Laurel yeah. Middle School locker room will be renamed the Jammin' Pew locker room. Thank you to the Pew family for your continued dedication to the Laurel School District. Um, so I'm glad that that connection in uh, Delaware is staying true as well. Uh, Matt mentioned, you mentioned last week the fact that the 2006 person of the year, um, the fact that it was everybody um there's a little bit more to that story actually that i didn't know um actually it's not true i've got to change it it was for people who were content creators so at that time my wife was definitely not a content creator in 2006 so that does not actually work now the reason why the hell am i mentioning it as not a correction at the start um i heard this this week um, i don't know if you know this fact um in 1998 instead of the time coming up with the person of the year um they did an online poll to decide who was going to be the person of the year all right i know i got about 15 seconds left any ideas guys who won the poll to be times person of the year in 1998 1998 uh i'm going with hulk hogan okay i'm not sure if that's there or not so hello that's very random for 1998 um i think you'll appreciate this ryan um mick foley won the vote um but they decided that that wasn't going to happen and then i don't know who won it instead but i thought that was pretty cool that the wwe but, fans voted for mick foley in 1998 well, i'm trying to think was his first book out by then i'm yes. not sure i'm not sure but i thought hold that on, was pretty funny i'd not uh, heard of that stat at all oh shit i just closed something i'm glad you guys are still here um <laughs> Uh, while you're closing uh, it, I'm going to steal some extra time like you guys often do. Uh, Ethan Page announced Alpha One Wrestling is returning in 2024, and Warhorse is fighting for the GCW tonight at the time of recording. Um, it was given to um, Bill Clinton. Oh. Slick Willie. No, his book did not come out until... Uh, well, and Ken Starr. <laughs> Monica didn't get a part of that? Uh, ben Starr got it. Um, Ken Star, Ken. Um, yeah, Ken, yeah, yeah. Bill got it because he was the president who was impeached, mm -hmm. and Ken Star because he was the guy who investigated. Correct. Yes, the Star investigation. Yeah. Those those two got time person of the year basically because they put on a drama which even NXT couldn't pull off. Um, Foley's first book did not come out until 1999. I guarantee, had he been a New York Times bestseller. Time would have been like, oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, he's our man of the year because it would have been, uh, you know, an auteur, as it were. 
I like the fact that this is kind of before the internet is really kind of like it. People are on it all the time. This is before smartphones and anything. Like now, if you have a poll, hey, name this sub, you're getting Boaty McBoatface. Like that's common. That's kind of common now. But in 1998, for people to try and hijack a a, 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 a vote like that, that was kind of unique in that days. But the fact that it was Foley, I just thought was wonderful. And I'd well, not it, heard that stat before. It, it was it was all nerds who were using the internet back then. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's the is, thing, because yeah. guess what? I was using using the internet back then yeah and i'm a big old nerd yeah i was using it when i was in college as well so it's like the same time but it's still not as nowhere near as prevalent as what it is now but hey i thought yeah, you guys I, appreciate that in 1998 though. i used it to play ultima online so well, right. in 1998, i was innocent move on okay definitely yeah. wasn't innocent i don't believe him Anyway, all right, so well, moving on, moving nice on to get more than 40 minutes of good cop moments this week. So, we got a little bit more positivity this week once I return, of course. All right, what do we got for bad cop moments, then, guys? Good, bad. Oh, Ryan, I'm sure you want to talk about Tony Khan at some point, but I guess the only question is is it your main bad cop moment or is it just a speed check? All right, tell us. That's a great question. That's a really fantastic, because I have been struggling with this for days now. And I, I mean, we all know that was a bad cop. Like, I don't even think I have to say what it was for everyone to know that it was a bad cop moment. Um, I'm going to flip the script a little bit, and I am not going to talk about his <clears throat> announcement, because that was probably the worst announcement in wrestling history. Um, and we're going to flip the script to the other bad decision he made. And it's not because they signed Ric Flair. It is because of the hypocrisy of them signing Ric Flair. And that hypocrisy actually has nothing to do with Ric Flair. See where I'm going with this? This goes with the fact that rumors are circulating right now that... Tony Khan, uh, president, owner, and CEO, and head of creative of All Elite Wrestling, is considering for Sting's retirement tour to bring in Hulk Hogan. Someone who Tony Khan said, and I poorly quote, is banned from all AEW events and will never appear in the company. If it's true, it officially solidifies Tony Khan as just because Tony Khan doesn't have sexual abuse allegations towards him doesn't make him a golden child of professional wrestling. He's still the he is the biggest problem to AEW as much as. In many times, Vince McMahon was the biggest problem in WWE. He did. Did anyone watch the announcement? Quote unquote. I did not. I saw it on Twitter later. He literally came off as, you know, when you're watching a TV show or a movie or something, and they they're making fun of stand-up comedians where they're like deer in a headlight, and they make some like really bad joke. And then you hear someone like cough in the background. There's no laughter. It's just a. <coughs> yeah, exactly. 
when they were talking about the holiday season, he goes, yes, or like at my parents' house where the tree has been up since July. And then he just stares at the camera. It, it was the most awkward fucking thing I think I've ever seen. Oh um, God, it was horrible. It was absolutely atrocious. But premature tree ejaculation having your Christmas exactly. in July. He keeps putting his foot in his mouth. That's top method, Graham. That's the bad cop moment. Is he keeps saying that he won't do things, and then he does them anyways. Um, let's just look at the the Flair thing. There are allegations against Ric Flair. And this comes weeks after he buried Vince McMahon on Twitter for, you know, sexual abuse allegations. So how can you, just because you were having a hissy fit, because WWE counter-programmed you, even though you were airing on their night, they weren't airing on your night. You were airing on their night. And then you turn around and you sign Ric Flair to a really corporate shill contract. Oh, and Woo Energy is now our official energy drink. It will be stocked in the wrestlers' locker rooms. This is this is Vince Russo era WCW layers of bad. This is just I don't I really I don't know how many times I can say it. I so badly want AEW. You know what I want? I want that AEW four years ago. That AEW that said we're here to shake things up. We're here to change the game. We're here to bring back professional wrestling to television. Permission to jump in. Permission slightly granted. Because this, because we're transitioning into my bad cop moment of the week here. So, um, I wish to continue talk about what Ryan is saying here, which is AEW's um, Youth Advancement Academy by hiring a man who is old enough to be Graham's grandfather. Um, yes, that is father. No, no grandfather. No father. No. Graham, if Gr- if Graham's almost are appalling. Graham, Graham's Graham. almost fifty. Ric Flair's in his seventies. We're talking a twenty-five to twenty-seven year age gap. Father. The fact of the matter is, is that legally you can be a father at sixteen and a father and a grandfather at thirty-two. But based legally, on, based on the allegations against Ric Flair, who knows if that's true or not? Um, right now, how to unpack this crock of shit? First of all, Tony Khan. You say you're better than WWE, you've just hired a rapist. Not um, a therapist. Like... No, I'm... Which at... he really needs one. He definitely needs one. Absolutely. Um, first of all, woo energy drink? First of all, that's, that's a, how, many woo, how many O's are in woo there? Five. five. That's, that's, that's five, five too many for me. Um, so it's just, just called W? Work. <clears throat> it would be it would have more impact for sure. Um, is it where do you buy it from for a start? I'm at, gen, genuine question. Yeah, yeah, is it is it exclusive to one store sort of thing, or is it only available online? It's uh, available online. It's also available in stores. Um, I've never seen it, but I'm also not is this up there with rich energy? Energy drink, for example. I'm looking it up right now. With what rich energy? En- Rich Energy Drink, which was sponsoring the Haas F1 team back in 2018. Um, literally, they were sponsoring the company, the, the, the F1 team, and you couldn't buy the drink anywhere. It was, it literally was a non existent product. 
Well, uh, in reality, AEW is just counter-programming uh, Logan Paul with his Prime drink. The difference is Prime is successful, um, whether or not I like it or not. Uh, we have reviewed uh, Prime Energy on this show. Kerry came on to review it. <laughs> um, and despite the fact that Kerry is detoxing from any drinks, I might ask her them if they actually would be willing to give one a, a taste. Um, to see how it compares. But I've actually worried, because I was worried that Sting was going to be given a world title match at his last match. I was generally worried about that. And despite the fact he said it ain't going to happen, I'm worried that Ric Flair is going to win his 17th World Championship. I'm worried that we're actually going to see a geriatric old man die live on pay-per-view. A live snuff movie. And not even the good kind. The weird thing is, and if Graham listened to D&J, he'd know this, uh, we've role-played that. Ric Flair dying in a snuff movie? Not Ric Flair. No, that's kind very, of that's a very good we, we have role-played a, a snuff movie, yeah. Um, it, the drinks are $25 online for a pack of six. Uh, what? you, you got to spend $60 to get free shipping. Um, they don't sound particularly appetizing. Um, i got to say. It's a kombucha a, energy drink. Adaptogenic mushrooms. Yeah, it's kombucha. Oh, okay. All right. It, but yeah, so they're expensive if you buy them. So, it, so it's magic mushrooms. Okay. No, no, no. No, it's not. That was when Com- I first read it. I was like, hold kombucha, on. Kombucha is fermented mushrooms. It doesn't have alcohol necessarily, but it's a really, really um, healthy, beneficial probiotic. They're, ah, it's, they're the really big. Yeah, they're 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 really popular around here in like health food stores and stuff. I I see what he's doing, and honestly, if it is as all natural as the company claims it is. It's not a bad idea for a product. I'm I'm not going to take that away from him. This I is think, up there with Pastamania. I think no, no, not even close. I think what what's annoying me is we're going to see Woo Energy Drink uh, banners all over every single arena that they run, and that's going to be annoying. I'd rather see a cinnamon toast crunch match with Rey Mysterio. When I see energy drink, my first thought personally is caffeine. And like, I don't drink energy drinks because I don't need to. There's no reason for me to. I don't need that. I'm not doing anything super athletic that I'm going to need that for. Save the man who couldn't give his eye last week for that the was four podcast recording. That was different circumstances. Um, a couple of things that they promoted in it, which is why I'm mentioning this, is it says um, stress relieving. So that's something I don't normally associate with. Um, uh, with that and mood boosting as well. So it does sound like it is like as Ryan was kind of saying, like it sounds like more of a health thing than rather an energy drink. I, I don't put those two things on the same place, but when I heard woo energy drink, I was thinking like Red Bull. But when I'm looking at the commercial, well, I'm looking at the details right now, I'm not seeing that type of thing. By the same token, Lucasade, Graham. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lucasade was a was a, was a medical drink and uh-huh. then but now it's no longer medically suitable to be used for diabetes control. Oh, I did not know that. There's not enough sugar in it. 
Ah, okay. If you're going to pick an aging wrestler to do an energy drink, don't you think Sting would be a better name? Just the name itself, Sting. And you can imagine the yeah, design with like the different things bigger... on there. That would be so much better. I have bigger energy. problems than the energy drink, Graham, believe it or not. The energy drink, the energy drink, we're talking too much about this and not about the fact that they've signed a bloody idiot who is, is going to die between those ropes because he can't pay his ex-wives. Hold on. Has, but I asked you guys this question because I saw the press release and it was way too long and I wasn't reading it. He, there's no mention specifically of him wrestling, is there? Well, he's been. He says they won't let it happen. I guarantee. He can't you, resist it. I guarantee you, Tony Khan will put him in the ring with someone, and I guarantee the teasing of that 17th World Championship. The teasing well, of it. You think he's having him in his singles matches? Wow. T Tony also has three out of the four people who were in his quote-unquote last match under contract. Yeah. Because he has Jay Lethal, Flair, and Jarrett. I don't even remember who the... Uh, oh, no. Wasn't it... Who was his tag partner? Uh, um, It was Andrade. So, okay, he has literally all four. You can have under contract. Match. Yeah. So they could redo that, and I wouldn't it, like. I'm going to. We, I, are I'm going to. we are booking a murder. I'm. I'm going to. Well, Manslaughter, at, at least. Let, let's let's take out all allegations towards Ric Flair just for a second. I am. Let's take those out of I... the equation. Let's look at Ric Flair, the 16-time and in reality more like 23-time world champion. The guy who pretty much was hand in hand with Hogan, putting wrestling in a mainstream audience. For sure, for sure. Let's just look at it that way and say it, it, it's it's time to say goodbye. I don't want to see this man getting in the ring. His last match, he said he doesn't remember half of it. He said he felt like he was having, you know, a stroke or something during the match, and that he oh, pretty he, sure he passed he got out. Drunk before it, Ryan. Well, he's been drunk since 1976. It's well, fine. That's true. But all the I, sexual I, allegations that would be very inappropriate to have a stroke during a match. Sure. <laughs> yes, but I've, the problem I've got here, amongst everything, is like if he's not going to get in the ring, if he's not going to, then. And Ben one, he's barely mobile at times now. He can't really move like he used to. When we saw WrestleMania 35, Graham, he wasn't in good shape then. He was at WrestleMania 35. <laughs> I don't remember. We, he helped Triple H beat Batista. Did he? I don't remember that. Even on, it's not Ric Flair that's got memory issues then. We have it on video, Graham, of we you actually. do. I just didn't remember him being ringside. Yeah, he popped up to yeah because I said I said I said that I was going to approve Mason wrong. I did. Anyway, um, he's on a multi-year deal. Mm -hmm. Is he going to survive to the end of it? They're normally three years. A multi-year, they could just say three years. He's right? kicked out that two and three quarters. Oh, how sure. many times? Sure. Yeah. Why is he signing a multi-year deal? Why is he signing a federal multi-year deal? To set himself up as his last payday, but why does that have like a rolling deal sort of thing? 
it makes no financial sense for AEW. Ric Flair since two thousand eight, had he been a draw? How much Tony Khan? Do you have any idea how much he's being paid? Then you said it's, it doesn't make sense financially. Well, well, any well, ideas of numbers because I haven't heard any numbers thrown around at all. Um, I haven't. I've, I have been looking up, and there is no. There is no talk about how much he's actually being paid your so your mid card your mid card in AEW is 900,000 to a million dollars he's not getting that just for um i wouldn't doubt it because i think what's happening right now is tony khan is grasping at straws trying to fill those buildings so any draw he can bring in even if it only brings in another 100 people He's going for it. But um, I agree that I don't think it's financially sound. My you, genuine you, question, though, is when did Ric Flair last draw a crowd? His last match? Yeah. Yeah. So two years that, was his, that was his last But that was his last match. They were expensive as well. But that was his last match. Anything after. And I keep saying something blue in the face. You can't keep having your last match. Oh come on! If you, you you're picking on you're picking on flags, you don't like AEW necessarily. But no, how, many I, I, no. Under, no. how many times has Undertaker retired? Like it's not unique for wrestling. Once. No, Once. Shut up! Like they constantly keep coming back, and like I'm done. Like they don't necessarily say, but wrestlers continually they they can't cope. They have that you know they have that mentality. Like, has, done, and then they step once. away, but then they need to come back. No, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. Some people stay retired. Some people do, and some people don't. See, and my only problem is, and this is why I asked you guys, is he wrestling? Like, if you have him as a manager, I think he's definitely somebody you would want on your company. If you can put him as the mouth of uh, one of your wrestlers who needs that push, like, I think he can be great in that role. I, I think it just depends on how they actually use him <coughs> that is the issue. I, 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 if, he was, if it was 10 years ago, I'd say yes. But because of the strokes he's had and because of the various ailments he's had over the years, I don't think he can fulfill that role as a mouthpiece anymore. Mm. I think that... And I'm not trying to hate on AEW for this. I'm not. I just think that Flair's time has passed. It's not going to help him. We'll bringing him in for Sting's last bit, I'm, I was like, makes sense. We mentioned it last week. Makes sense. Yeah. Sting and Ric Flair for the last WCW match. You know, the history goes back years, sort of thing. Makes sense. They were in, uh, were they both in TNA at the same time together, Ryan? Yes. They're, I'm ninety percent sure. They crossed paths a lot in their career. It made sense. I had no problem with that. The multi-year deal thing just feels weird. It doesn't feel right. I think, and and this is just in general, I think what they should have done. So Sting's last match is what, January? Is that when Revolution? January or February, somewhere it, around there. It is, yes. So we've got, you know, three months or whatever. Now was not the time to be bringing these people in. I think it should have been the go-home show to the actual pay-per-view to lead people to buy the pay-per-view to see Sting's last match and know there was going to be appearances by Ric Flair and, you know, Hogan and whoever else they're going to end up getting. Yeah. Because, you know, like, I feel 
like what's going to end up happening is it's going to essentially be blah, blah, blah. Sting goes over and then there's going to be a line of people on that stage from Sting's past. Honestly, I wouldn't doubt it if we didn't see uh, Mick Foley make a, an appearance for AEW because he had, you know, that was his first big feud in WCW was against Sting. And obviously they had their phenomenal past their prime, no offense, gentlemen, past their prime feud in TNA. So like Mick turns up, that will be proof that Triple H is working with, with having to work alongside Tony Khan because he's signed to a golden handcuff deal. No, Foley has separated so many times from WWE. I would not he's currently under golden handcuff deal. I, I, I guarantee Mick Foley's deal, considering he's worked independent dates, it's not that serious. <laughs> Granted, but I mean, Trips is that much more open minded. Well, that's, that's the thing, too, is Triple H is open minded to like, I still stand that it's going to be time before we see it, but Triple H is the guy who's going to start opening up the, I hate this term, forbidden door. Sure. Uh, he's going to be that guy who's going to bring it back to, you know, back in the day, NWA titles being defended on Raw kind of thing. But anyways, off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right, can I jump in with uh, my bad cop moment? It says, Please uh, do, Graham. Because it links in straight away with what you guys are talking about. Perfect. So I was seeing as Ryan's kind of set this up, like, before Tony Khan even made his announcement, is like, my bad cop moment of the week is um, his announcement, no matter what he what he says. Now, I'm going to be standing on um, a, a soul hill on this one. Now, no one's backing me on this one. When we get to fan cop moments later as well, no one's backing me on this at all. So it's the fact that the announcement was was lame. Um, the fact that it was like that could just have been a tweet, etc., etc., etc. All right, so that's the that's the general philosophy. What's going on? So why am I picking it as the bad cop moment? It sounds like Tony Khan can't do anything. No matter what he does, he's not going to win. I heard you guys spouting continually two weeks ago when I was talking with you. He needs to promote his events. What's going on? Why is nothing being done? Why is he not pushing this event? Why is he not trying to sell out these things? The first time he has his super big show that was really successful. I think the biggest show this year was the show that was in London. He's announcing early that he's trying to sell tickets for that. And everyone straight away, that could have just been a tweet. I don't care about this. This announcement was lame, etc., etc., etc. When he's doing the exact thing that you guys were blasting him for, for not doing earlier. So my bad cop moment in the week is, it sounds like whatever he does, he's not going to win on this one. I didn't think the announcement was lame at all, personally, but I was obviously, but that might be just because of my English connection. I, I'm not sure. So Matt, like, allow me to start. Main bad cop moment, sure, because I know you guys are going to want to respond, and I'm ignoring what my real bad cop moment was. I was going to really just do this in speed check, but... Well, Ryan, I'm going to let you go, but I've got a funny feeling of the same thing as well, so I'll let you know after it is. Go. So... Just right off the bat, he is announcing a show that is just under a year away. Okay, great. Yeah, he is promoting something. What about more build for the show that's in a week and a half? That's the problem. The problem is they're they're not talking about like they're All not going to sell out. All is going to sell. That's the thing is WWE doesn't need to promote WrestleMania. They do it because, you know, they're a multi-billion dollar com you know, company and they can. They don't, people are going to show up to WrestleMania. If you said, oh, by the way, WrestleMania is next month and it's in this city, 
they will have a packed house. It's just going to happen. All in. Yes, that's all in, right? All in's Wembley. Okay, sorry. This whole, all, whatever. All in is a known quantity at this point. It did well. It will continue to do well. And it will continue to do well because that is one of the good things that Tony Khan has done. He did a big stadium show in the UK. Did very well. And I, you know, I'm not taking that away from him. That is fantastic. But when but people you... still knocked him even for that, like, oh, the numbers weren't exactly what they said they were, blah, 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 blah. Well, bullshitting numbers is different to actually what, yeah. to show it to the top. I know that he bullshitted numbers. There was a difference between how many people attended and how many tickets you sell, but that's always true. Yeah, but they're still, that the, they had to backpedal on that. That's they the did. thing. They did. But that, leave that one side for a second. Carry yeah, on. that's, that, that's, yeah. Not, that's not the issue. Yeah. The issue is that people are right. Because even AEW fans, like diehard AEW fans, are like, oh, come on. This could have been a tweet. When you say, we've got an announcement, a, a, a ticket on sale date, that's standard operating procedure. That's something you should be doing every week. And and not the owner and CEO of the company. That's the commentator's job. Hey, just so everyone knows, tickets are going on sale to blah, 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 at blah, 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 arena. And, you know, make sure you get your tickets now. This is going to be a phenomenal show we've got going on. That's... All right, I want to find out what your problem is with this. Is it the fact that he said it was a special announcement? Is that the yep. problem? Or That's okay. part of it. All right. So if what's the second part? Hold on, go ahead. Though that would have gone exactly against what you guys said that you should be promoting it on your shows. It should be like center stage. It should be right there for everybody to see. See, I don't think it should just have been a tweet. I think that's it's next fucking year. Putting it just as a tweet, I don't think is video package. If they had done that as a video package, you should be doing both. You should be tweeting about it, and you should be mentioning it on your show. So it's not the fact that it was announced on the show. It's the fact that it was billed as a special announcement. No, it was how it was done it's how it was done so you it don't mind it being mentioned done. on the show like eight months ahead of time i know it's a long way ahead of time it was just the fact that it was a... so okay so it's just really how it's packaged then it's not the fact it's not the special announcement itself wasn't the problem it's just that it was billed as a special announcement like if they suddenly mention on on smackdown tonight the recording hey go buy your tickets for whatever promotion that whatever event they want to do that would that would be perfectly okay nobody yeah. would even mention it so it's really <clears> just the packaging of it let me put this into Lead a wrestler as a as a term here, Graham. Okay, I um Doctor Isaac Yankum and D- DDS and yeah, exactly DDS. Jackson's got his Ka- shirt. And Kane are the are the same person. Spoiler! Package, what the fuck? Shut up. Packaged very very differently. Same person though. One was a huge success. One was not so good. So it's just because he billed it as a special announcement. That's not. I have more. Ryan actually missed. Po- he touched on it. My main problem with it is like I fully get plugging the tickets going on sale. I fully get that part. But if, my problem is is like we know all he's going to sell because that he seems to be making that his WrestleMania, which is fine. You know, it's fine if he wants to make a bigger show every year in in England. Happy having a big show in England? Of course I'm going to be happy about that. But what about when Dynamite, Rampage, Collision, anything else rocks up in Richmond, Virginia, for example, or in San Diego, California, for example? Okay, if people are saying this is a lame announcement, and this was not not, I did not say that. I didn't say you did, but I'm saying that's what people in general are saying right now. For your, what I deemed as the biggest show, 
how the hell are you going to promote your other shows then if you're saying this is lame? Even the AEW hardcore fans were saying they didn't like this announcement. This is ridiculous. This shouldn't be. Like, what the hell is a guy got to do? Okay, like, uh, hold on, hold on. Read the load. I have, I have, I have a good example. Okay. So first and foremost, I'm going to say how I would have done it. I'm hoping I it would doesn't ha- involve uh, local cable TV channels. It does involve local. No, no. Wow. So, so what you do in a situation like this is you do have to pull a page from WWE. Hell, Impact does this. WCW did this back in the day. Like, what what you need to do is you you cut to your commentators and be like, hey, and we have some great <laughs> news for our London fans. Why don't we take a look at this? And then they play the promo package that they played. When tell me one singular time one if you can give me one example of this i will retract everything i said tell me one time when ted turner vince mcmahon paul Heyman, any of these guys said we have a special announcement and they cut backstage where they say tickets are going on sale now for this show never not once has it ever happened when was the last time you saw Vince McMahon in a backstage promo telling you about how WrestleMania tickets are going on sale? When was the last time you saw anyone do this? Even Scott Demore doesn't do that. Impact is practically an indie organization. Like, that's not how you, that is not his role in the company, especially because the dude can't talk worth shit. The guy has no charisma whatsoever. I'm saying, you to, I'm saying this, I'm going to say with love. Jackson could do a better job with love. That's that's the problem I have with it. This was poorly planned. They absolutely, if tickets are going on sale December 1st for a show that's next August, because it's, oh, well, people are going to get travel plans and stuff like that set up if they want to travel. They should absolutely announce it early, 150%. But the way they did it, the way, because for what, two days? Oh my God, we've got a special announcement. You guys are... Okay, you're advertising that on your domestic television program. Well, they the are question, an American company. The question I have is, what did you? What? Well, good question actually. What did you think it was going to be, Graham? Um, I literally had no idea. I, I had no idea. There was lots. Of I, people, I thought, I it, was. thought it was something to do with um, with Sting. I'll be honest. I did. I thought I, Sting I, would be the world title match. I didn't know because I'm like I said this year. I have not followed AEW anywhere near as closely as what I have in the first few years. I genuinely thought he would be given a title match against whoever the world champion was at the time. Genuinely and, thought that. You know what, Graham? You bring up a really fantastic point. I've been seeing a lot more lately for a company that's only four years old. I've been seeing a lot of the same thing as a lapsed fan how do you lose your fans that quickly oh it, I, it's not a it's not AEW's fault why i've stopped watching it's it's life like i just well sure think, sure that's and, and that's fine in. and the fact that now i have i have sling tv i have access to wwe so well, i'm kind of watching that product well, so so i have I'm been i have been actively following aew for the entire four-year run of this promotion mm-hmm. and i can as a wrestling fan this is taking out the way i feel about tony khan i don't like tony khan hey i didn't like vince mcmahon either just so everyone's aware i don't like fucking millionaires or billionaires who can literally buy and sell me i don't hero worship them like some fucking schmuck i just don't it's stupid you're stupid i'm sorry if you love tony khan so much and you want to be his best friend and give him a hand job behind fucking sunoco that's great 
I don't care. I don't care about Tony Khan. I I said this a couple of weeks ago, and I'll, I'll I, it bears repeating. I love Tony Khan. I love Vince McMahon. I love Eric Bischoff. I love them because they gave us professional wrestling. That's why I like them. Their personalities, them as humans, whatever, they can go fuck off. I don't care. But as someone who has watched AEW for this entire four-year run, it is, yes. Um, For this four-year run, I have noticed a decline in quality. That's a problem. You're only four years old. You can't be out of ideas. And I think it's it's Vince McMahon syndrome. He wants control. It's my company. I do what I want. That's what Tony Khan's acting like right now. It's Daddy's company. Somebody said that uh, AEW has kind of turned into TNA in the 2010s. Like, it started off super promising, but it's kind of... AEW is like TNA when it was run by Vince Russo. (laughs) Now, I should have said, though, and I I omitted this, so I want to make sure this is clear. Having got Sling TV, I can actually watch AEW Dynamite if I want to. I could pick that. I was going to pick other ones as well. So it's not so I am making a conscious choice well, to watch WWE. But WWE product right now is it, good. <laughs> it's, it's definitely more enticing. And the well, that it is on is more convenient for me to watch, but I don't have time to put the other ones. Like I could DVR the other shows, but I just don't physically have the time to watch all that. So I'm making well, that, that answers the question, Graham, right? There go about it. I'll give that there question. Can you get TBS on thing? I believe so. I believe so. I have well, watched, yeah, I have watched a little bit, but I, I can't remember the show it was. Then if you can watch if you can mm-hmm. and you actually are an AEW fan and you're actively choosing to not watch it to watch some products. Well, that's a time that factor as well. A lot. It's a time factor as well. It is a time. Yeah, but if you prefer sure. to have a product, Graham, you, you make time to watch it instead of that. You've just it. said you don't have time to make a Christmas cracker that's five minutes long because you have too much going on in your life. So don't go start dictating to I me th- that no, you no, don't no, have. No. That I don't have time to watch something. That, uh, no, 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 no I'm agreeing. Same thing yourself. I'm a, no, I'm agreeing with you on that side of things. Okay, I'm agreeing with you on that. The fact that the fact that the, that the WWE product is more enticing than the AEW product, and you are an AEW fan, it is right now. That says a lot about the AEW product, is what I'm saying. It does, but the, some of the characters that are coming through right now, like, you know I'm a big LA Knight fan. I've always been an Eli Drake Of course. There, there's of certain storylines that are definitely more it enticing. Did the, make the, time, me... the time it's on is a better time for me to watch. Like, I'm tired on a Friday evening. <laughs> I can sit down and watch SmackDown. <laughs> SmackDown's a good show to watch. It's fun. I don't watch Raw regularly, because three hours, I don't have three hours to watch yeah. a show. But I will try and catch the highlights. But I guess more telling is the fact that I haven't gone back this year to watch as many highlights from AEW as what I did in previous years. I, I am watching some, so but I'm not watching anything close to them. But that, that is a time factor as well. Graham, Graham, I can help you get through a three-hour wrestling show. Um, just get really, really stoned, <laughs> and it flies by. Now, an editor's note, uh, marijuana is legal in the state of Massachusetts. Uh, you must be 21 years or older to possess and consume marijuana. Please use responsibly. It's, but, it may not be. It may not be. It may not be legal in all areas of the world. We have this in Uzbekistan. So, well, that's why I said it's legal here in the state of Massachusetts. Yes, I, New I England. Watch, New watch, is always better. I watch Raw like after it starts, and I basically fast forward through all the entrances, sure. all the backstage interviews. Oh. 
all the people walking out into the ring, and I basically cut straight to the matches. And obviously, Spe- speaking of which, well. um, I subscribe for one dollar a month to Impact, Impact. Insider. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't know I could watch the actual weekly show. It starts half an hour later, but there's no commercials. Oh, and by the end, by like the last couple of commercials, yeah. you're mm-hmm. caught up to the live quote unquote TV, hmm. you know, uh, and it was great. I, I watched uh, their their matches from Glasgow last night. Awesome. Awesome matches. Glasgow. Glasgow. Thank you. Thank Go. You. Glasgow. 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 You know, yeah, fuck it. Scotland. There you go. I'm that, just gonna that, call that, it. Works. that works fine. That works fine. Um, sorry, sorry. The, uh, the Scott in me was like, like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah, and I've never been there. I don't know. Uh, I Neither can say I. English. I can say English names because most of our towns are yeah. English names. Um, but but no, it, it, it's it, but you know I, when I, I realized when I was like I'm watching, I'm like, oh shit, there's no commercials. It's just an hour and a half of wrestling. You know, and this is great, and I can't wait. And obviously, this was a special episode. It was essentially just a compilation of a house show, but it was it was a lot of fun, and I'm happy that I can watch Impact again, especially with TNA coming back in a couple months. Grand I want to say as well, I can I do actually DVR Impact though, um, mm. but I haven't been watching it most of the weeks now. It's just like what ignore, delete, and I just yeah. so it's not. There is other shows that I'm enjoying, but it, it's definitely a time factor. I want to pick up on one little thing, Graham, in one moment because yeah. I, maybe I was maybe smirk when you said something just now. Uh, Dan Griffith, that that show, by the way. Yeah, um, he was. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that was really. really I actually, cool. I actually, uh, I was talking to my buddy about it because we we're he was watching it. We we're kind of mm-hmm. texting back and forth, and he's like, "Oh, it's kind of like a compilation house show." And I was like, "Yeah, they did a tour of England." My buddy Dan went. You did three shows, him, yeah. And I, and I sent him one of Dan's photos. Uh, also, my other buddy's name is also Dan. Didn't even think about that. Just uh, Dan in the house. But he's Cactus Dan, so it's cool. Um. Now I see you getting your phone out. You're ready for a speed check. Yeah, I before will be... we do, before well, we we're heading towards the two hour point, and this is normally where I start ditching you guys. It's like well, oh, we're running along again. You guys are doing fan club moments by yourself. But I wanted to quickly mention, Graham. You said you skip all the entrances, yeah? Yes. Did you then skip? I went twice? back for the. I went back when I saw LA Knight came out. Yes, that's the thing. Yes, yeah, I went back for that. Yes, I like they they literally put because people fast forward that, of course, because it's longer than Taker's entrance. Oh, it's too. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. His entrance is, yeah, I can't be doing with it. Apparently, <laughs> oh, well, it's not speed check yet, but I'm jumping as a precursor to speed check. Apparently, he's taking another break. Oh my god, how many holidays does that freaking guy need? I, I'm so done with Roman Reigns. It's absolutely ridiculous. All right, Ryan, what you got for your ninety nope. seconds then of additional am... bad cop moments? <laughs> I'm skipping because I am introducing a new segment. So go okay. ahead and do your thing. Matt, you're up. What you got? Okay. Um, I don't have a great deal for speed check because most stuff was good in wrestling this week, to be fair. But I, I wanted to call out um, Carrillo um, and his tag team partner in the TL Scares match because um, that was not a necessary move they did out of the ring through the table. It was not necessary at all. It 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 looked great, but I've seen too many of those go wrong. Um, it was unnecessary, in my personal opinion. We've seen too many people do to try and like get the big pop moment. It could it it went right this time. It could have gone so badly wrong. We've seen it happen. I've seen someone. We keep getting it pop up all the time in the wrestling Twitterverse. 
or people doing botches and landing really badly on their necks from these sort of things. I could do without someone's career ending. I mean, Bobby Roode's career is over because of an innocuous incident. He's now a producer backstage. He's doing great jobs. Yeah. But Bobby Roode, one of the greatest to ever do it in TNA and in WWE, and he'll never be a WWE world champion. He had the potential to be one. He had popped off. That glorious gimmick was going so well for him. And now he's gone. He can't wrestle again. And it's devastating for me. So, yeah, guys, you haven't got to always go for the big moment. Just wrestle well. Mm-hmm. Matt, before Just... I do my uh, speed check, um, I'm going to make a prediction, okay? So instead of doing something that takes 90 seconds, I have a feeling Ryan's new segment is going to be much longer than 90 seconds. I'm going to give you the over-under. Do you want over-under or five minutes on Ryan's new segment that he's doing instead of a 90-second segment? Considering you're trying to get the show, show shorter, not longer. You're what trying you? to. We're not. What do you think? Under. You're going under five minutes? All right. Um, I'll do my speed check, and then we can find out the exciting answer to that question, okay? All right. Um, uh, Paris on Facebook this week. Over a week to go, um, I still only see the same talent sharing and caring. This business we call Brit Rest needs to grow, but we are not doing the free basics. Next season, this will not happen at CXW. I don't understand that philosophy of wrestlers not promoting their own event. How difficult is it just to click share? Come on. It's, it's so easy on social media to do that. You're literally helping yourself. Um, October 29th, uh, CPW Faithful. This is classic pro wrestling, which is kind of based in Virginia. It is with great sadness that we announced that Gino Blanchard, known to you as the CPW Faithful, as the Honest Reverend, has passed away. Uh, he had His vision was to bring old-school classic professional wrestling back to the Mid-Atlantic region. I went to a few of their shows. Um, I have his T-shirt as well. It seems like quite a few people from CPW have died in the last couple of years as well, so always sad when we lose people who have positive influences on wrestling. Um, according to... Oh, According to Ringside News, this was it. Yeah, Roman Reigns, this is his last match uh, till 2024. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, actually, that's all I got. That's all I got. I thought I had more. Why Why news. are you even listening to Ringside News, though? Ew. I'm not listening to Ringside News. I saw it on Twitter. And like it feeds into, my, feeds into the fact that Roman Reigns has literally just come back on a break, and then he's going on another two. He's worse than Brock Lesnar was when he was champion. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, I guess throwing into this as well. Um, I think I saw, but I think it's been broken since. Chelsea Green and whoever the tag team partner is went 100 days without defending their title. 100 days. Oh, my God. Whatever. Just get rid of those belts if you're not going to defend them. It's pointless. All right, Ryan. um, Do we need to do... Well, I guess you've got to do your own introduction because we don't know what the hell you're talking about, which is kind of true. True. I'm going to need a little editing. So uh, who's editing, Graham? Oh, oh, five-second gap then. No, no, not that kind of editing. Oh, like, you, if, Jesus Christ. You, are you um, making work for me with this new segment as well? I am. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Conspiracy Cop Moment. So now I'm going to need you to play, like, some conspiracy music. Or, I don't like, have I don't any know, conspiracy music. So Just use, like, the Doctor Who theme song or something. Nah, I don't. That's, I'm pretty sure that's copyright. Yeah, yeah whatever. Can we hum it? I don't even know if that's all that. Uh, whatever. Whatever. So. Yeah, that's as good as you get. That was very loud. Thank you. So my conspiracy cop moment is that Ring of Honor is a pre-show. What Now, I'm basing all of this on Eastern time, which is the majority of what wrestling is based off of. It's based on, you know, the East Coast US. Raw, SmackDown, AEW Dynamite, AEW Collision, excuse me, Impact Wrestling. WCW, everyone typically starts 
in prime time around 8 p.m. Correct? Oh, traditionally, yeah, yeah. You're 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 in England, Matt. You don't count. No, I'm I'm saying roughly. Yeah, yeah. Roughly. I, I, I can work American time. Yeah. So 1 a.m. According to Matt, let's go back to the time, uh, a simpler time. When WCW and WWF, uh, I'm specifically using WCW as the example, they would start on the Superstation at 6.05 p.m. Eastern because that was you got home from work at 5, you decompressed a little bit, you got some wrestling to watch. Then there's that time when you got to get the kids ready for bed, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then your prime time starts, your 8 p.m., your 9 p.m. Okay, great. What shows start at 7 p.m.? Wheel of pre-shows okay. pre-shows you know they used to do you know even pre-shows for raw on youtube and stuff like that they do pre-shows for pay-per-views 7 p.m is the pre-show 8 p.m is the main card the pre-show is back for saudi arabia for example Sammy Zayn's on yeah. the pre-show. exactly um aw does the buy-in uh even uh tna does before the uh before the impact these are pre-shows Ring of Honor television is available on Honor Club at 7 p.m. This proves, without a shadow of a doubt, that AEW views Ring of Honor as their pre-show. Their championships are developmental championships now. This has officially replaced Dark. It is just another random show with no meaning. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my conspiracy. You win, Matt. Yeah, I, I had to say you, you win. It was over 90 seconds, though. I called that. I was just... Maybe uh, so, Graham, but you, but you didn't long. give any credit at all there, sir. And I think you got about it. You may have a valid point. I didn't <laughs> know that. I was so... I was texting, uh, again, my buddy Cactus Dan while we were watching Impact last night. And he was like, oh, because he, he watches two shows at the same time. He has two TVs. So he'll watch, like, NXT and Dynamite at the same time. Um, and he does the same with Impact and Ring of Honor, and he's like, "Oh well, I have to wait for Ring of Honor to be over because you can't start it at the beginning until the full show has aired on Honor Club." So he waits for that to be over before he starts both of them, and he's like, "So it's like I want you know, it's like seven to whatever, however long the show is." And I'm like, "Well, hold on a second, Ring of Honor starts at seven? He's like, "Yeah, it starts at seven on Honor Club," and I was like, "Ah." Oh. You motherfucker, Tony Khan. I know your game. I oh, know what's going on. more material to work with here, mate. <sighs> so, yeah, that's my new uh, That's an, my new segment. It will return when I feel like it. I like it. May use it in future himself. Con- t- um, talking about reoccurring segments, um, are you going to announce your number two person on your husband list? I don't remember who number one was. It was Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah, of course it was Paul Rudd. Mm. Um, my number two, then... This may be a little low-hanging fruit uh, to some, but let's be honest. He looks like a cuddler, and he's funny. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, my number two, Ryan Reynolds. Ah, The co-owner of Wrexham Soccer Club. Also Mint Mobile. And Alpina Fonte. And he also plays Deadpool. He's an actor. I don't know if you knew this. He's an actor. (laughs) Yes. Either, either, yeah, either Ryan Reynolds. Tune in next week, and maybe you'll find out who number three is on the list. Graham, are you going to actually reveal one of your man crushes? Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see how Ryan's segment goes first. Okay, 
Well, wow. I won't want to encroach on uh, Ryan's list, I don't think. Oh, but so you, you want to know my list but, and Ryan's, but yeah, not You announce it on a daily basis. You're not exactly shy about your man crushes. Like, let's be fair about it. Are you calling Ryan, me a whore? What, Ryan was the one who volunteered it. So it was like, he there said, Graham like, called Matt a whore. <laughs> I've been called worse. I think Ryan gave it a lot more thought than what I did. I got... So far, I've been called a whore and your son on this show. So, <laughs> you know... The first is... Two ends of the scale there. Uh-huh. How, how did Boy Wonder do, by the way? Uh, he finished fifth um, overall. There, there was nine people in the event. One of them's actually sponsored by a major disc company. Um, one person who was also him? in the group has basically won every other event so far in the in the series. So it, he was. I was expecting him to finish about where he did. Um, I knew that he would get. Um, I knew that he was. There was people he could beat, but I also knew there was a few people who. Uh, this is only his second tournament that he's played at at this sort of level. So I think if he plays more regularly, his problem is he has wrestling, he has lacrosse. Um, it's difficult for him to... The other players, I think, just focus on disc golf. So the fact that he's more of a casual player, for him to finish fifth in the state, I think is a heck of an achievement. He was fourth after round uh, one. And then uh, somebody somebody got caught fire second round. I think they were eight under for the second round, which was... Uh, Wait, I'm sorry, caught fire? Yeah, he was just um, yeah. They they had a phenomenal second round. I thought he was struggling. He was struggling a little bit second round, but that's because he's not played two two tournament rounds um, within such close proximity to each other. So it was a learning experience. Fair enough. But he did he did good. I I thought he did. I thought considering from his level of experience, I thought he put on a good show, and I think he could do even better next. And and just because Graham apparently doesn't want to lift his own son up. Uh, he did. He did also oh, win the most improved award. Uh, Mason did so. Congratulations so on that. That was for golf. That was for his high school golf team. Well, I'd also like to mention that, there's a um, difference. I mean, you said you yes. playing One golf discs. Well, that's ball golf, as uh, disc golfers like to call it. I also don't wish to um, throw shade on either Mason's weight or Graham's strength. I'm not sure Graham could lift Mason anymore. To be oh, fair. I could lift him up, so I could definitely lift him up. Um, Mason did actually win the competition for the. Uh, they had a putting competition. You had to take two throws from ten feet, twenty feet, thirty feet, and forty feet. It's still cool. Winner got a prize, and he, considering how putting it by Mason's own admission is not his strength, um, he actually won the pitting, putting competition and won a disc that he looked up on eBay to see how much it's going for, and it's a fifty dollar disc. So uh, he did pretty well. And the day after, um, I beat Mason a tournament by one shot. I was three shots down with four holes to play, and I turned it around. And they announced the results incorrectly at the end. They said that Mason beat me, and I said, no, I need to correct this, because it happens so infrequently now that I need credit that I actually beat Mason at this guy. Was he a bad loser? (laughs) I I know it pushes him if I can still beat him occasionally. If he beat me every time, it wouldn't be a challenge. So I gotta stay competitive, just so I can uh, keep pushing him. That's his excuse. He's sticking to it. (laughs) That's it. I'm sticking to it, yeah. Right, shoot them fan cop moments. Let's do it.
Man, I haven't done fan cup moments since probably about my birthday, I think. It's been a... last year, yeah. Ryan, your <laughs> fan cup ready? It's been a while. Yeah, hey, no, I got do. I got them open. I got them open. It's I'm Ryan gonna... I'm worried about because Ryan sometimes caught on the hop a little bit. So I want to make sure he was ready to rock and roll. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna open up with uh, chat grapple and cheap's pops. Uh best cop JB is currently in Mexico, so wrestling is on at a regular time. We kind of talked about yeah, it's sometimes nice being over here, so you don't have to watch it one AM. And uh worst cop, Tony and his effing announcements embarrassing yeah i know that's a common theme within this thread but um i i disagreed but i know i'm alone on this i think we should probably um follow up with the fact that you said that you were pissed that his announcement wasn't that he was hiring chat on cheap pops to book the shows going forward and well, there was a reason for that that followed on from uh utt rob had a post saying what do you think tony's announcements are wrong answers only and, and that was the comment that i'd made yeah, but that they followed up to by saying, imagine Chris and Tony in a close base something we should all be afraid of. <sighs> yeah, I think Chris might kill him. <laughs> Ryan, you want to go next, buddy? Sure, I will. Uh, we're going to talk from our friends at Ryder, Ryder underscore ID. Ryder 1, unparalleled security on Kickstarter now. Experience ultimate peace of mind with our EAL6 plus secure element chip. Oh, wait, no, that's just an advertisement in the middle of a thread because Elon Musk sucks. Sorry about that. Sorry. I needed to get that off my chest. Dan Griffin. <laughs> at Dan Griffin 21. Hi, Dan. Um, best cop moment attending the Impact UK Invasion Tour. Three shows in three cities in three days with some great people watching great wrestling. Doesn't get any better. He's right. He's right. Worst cop moment it was all over too quickly. He's right. Actually, no, he's not right on that second part. I just want to go fuck home. I'm tired. You are at home. <laughs> yeah, but if I'm at three shows and three, you know, I'm probably tired at that point. Anyways. Um, right. Um, Cherry Jerry, heel Cherry Jerry, um, has posted something here. I have a problem with his fan cop moment, though. I do, too. I don't understand it. Drake Bell turned up to a Lucha Libre show. Now, Drake Bell was famous for being... He's got, he's got three fire symbols after that. Drake Bell was famous for being in the Nickelodeon show, Drake and Josh. He also wrote the theme song for iCarly. Um, um, very famous show, recent revival on Paramount, all that sort of stuff. Big problem I have with this is... is one of the pictures that he posted here is that Drake will draw, I guarantee, he just needs to put in the work. Reply to that with a crayon or pencil. Now, Drake Bell, and I'm quoting this because it's absolutely accurate, in 2021, uh, pled guilty to attempted endangering of children and disseminating harmful uh, matter to juveniles, including attempted sexual assault. Whoa, whoa. Well, he'll fit perfectly with the professional wrestling crowd. In, in, and he fled to Mexico. Eek. And that's why he's talking about a Mexico Lucha Libre show. Because he's not welcome in the USA. But anyway, Josh from Drake and Josh wants fuck all to do with him. Mm. Don't blame him at all. Hmm. Um, high five Tom at high five Tom. Good cop moment. The future is very bright in NJPW. Watching the Super Junior Tag Leagues and many stars of the future are showing out. 
shout to at BFR underscore PSP underscore JCB and at Brett Jagger uh, and the man Azar for keeping me abreast of the action. And if you don't know what that <laughs> is, you can check that out on um, uh, Visionaries Global Media, of course. <laughs> breast. He said breast. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> hey. Hey. Titties. <laughs> yep, right. Is it my turn again? Yes, yes. I, well, Jesus okay. Christ. Uh, well, we'll let's go with uh, our friend Rob. We all know Rob. We all love at UTT Rob. Good cop moment. I've discovered Screen Sports Satellite Wrestling, a short-lived mid-eighties wrestling show from Stoke. That is my sort of insanity. I'm in. I love it. Let's do it. WTF cop moment. Less Battersby to make wrestling debut. Pause for information. Less Battersby is a faint is a character played by an actor in a soap opera in the United Kingdom. Less Battersby is in Coronation Street. He left the soap about 10 years ago. And imagine if they bring it out a lookalike. Cool. Bad cop moment. Tony Khan making more big announcements and Dixie Carter on steroids. Probably would have said Dixie Carter on cocaine because, well... Well, one could argue cocaine is a steroid. Could you argue that? Badly. Okay. Me? Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm definitely leaving Uh, next time it's fan You guys can't cope when there's more than... I was wondering who was pausing for effect. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to go to BFRJCB, the people's champ. Good cop moment. Omega MJF on network TV. Got MJF credit. Broken go. No doubt about it. Bad cop moment. Fans complaining about said match not being on pay-per-view. Same people complaining about getting free money. Never look a gift horse in the mouth. I have had complaints occasionally about sometimes putting big matches like that on TV. In fairness, these guys have been in the company for When they put people in their first match in the company in that sort of thing on, on TV. I don't mind from a time to time sort of thing, but this one we've been waiting to see for a while sort of thing, so I don't mind it quite so much. And they gave it proper time. Yeah, I don't mind it quite so much, yeah. So, okay. Uh, Pod 414 uh, hashtag amazing cop moment, finally real Sierra, who was literally in my first Ring of Honor indie match back in 2017, gets to the mountaintop by beating Masha for the AAW Pro Women's title, Glad to be there in person for this very historic moment. No bad cop moment. Never is with with um, our good friends over there, of course. Ryan? Uh, let's go with Tiffany. Yes, Tiffany. Tiffany, best cop moment. Uncharted Territory is Monday. Really excited with the announcements they have had this week. I'm, I actually, if I may, for a moment, I really like what IWTV has done with Uncharted Territory, you know, starting it with Beyond and then kind of transitioning it to other promotions who have the ability to run weekly. I really like that, you know, especially where Beyond kind of moved to whole the whole wrestling open format. And then, you know, it, I think it'll give a lot of independent stars a place to shine by having a weekly formatted television series to wrestle on build storylines you don't always see storylines in the indie so i love uncharted territory great idea very much so 
Uh, I'm going to go to Ring of Honor Reverie. Grateful cop moment. As Will and I recorded this week's episode 10 days ago. I want to take a moment to say thank you to uh, W. Mercer Jr. and a co- being a great co-host. Irish Misfit for being the silent third member. And all the high fivers who make it worth our namely constant submissiveness. That's... I get what you mean there. Just, yeah. Submissiveness. I couldn't see any more. If I missed any, I'm not seeing them. I, uh, I, I scrolled up and down a couple of times. I didn't see any others. I don't think you are, Graham. I think you are Have spot we done, on. Did we do Ring of Honor Reverie? Yes. Then we, then that is We've done High Five Tom three times, so yes. Okay, then that, then that is everybody okay for. Thank you, everybody, for getting in touch this week. Good! Bad! We haven't done The Devil's Advocate in a while, so no. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Who needs editing on this? We'll just... Psh- whatever all right do we have devil's advocates i think i said you think you said i'm not sure if it made the cut or not matt but um i think i ruined one of yours but you've had two hours to think of another one ryan always does them on the fly anyway so it doesn't make any difference um i have two i have one for each of you um i do not have one wrestling and one non-wrestling because the show goes on ridiculously long as it is anyway so i figured uh one each would be more than sufficient Indeed, guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to the Devil's Advocate round for episode 252 of Good Cop, Bad Cop, Wrestling Podcast. This is where we all will throw ridiculous things at each other, which we do not believe in, be it wrestling, non-wrestling, or otherwise in between. Anyone take a problem with it, take it up with uh, Michael Pellegrini or his outsourced legal department. You can find them over at Podfather Mags. Make sure you send him. Be prepared for like a six hour, a six month for waiting for a reply on that one. Mags doesn't really use X anymore, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, um, Graham, who should go first? Um, I'm gonna give a devil's advocate to. Um, who am I gonna give this one to? Uh, let's go with. Uh, let's go with Ryan. Okay. Um, I'm going to read a tweet first, and I'm surprised this didn't come up. I thought one of you would actually mention this, and I was like, I'm probably just going to have to come up with something else. Um, So I'm going to read the tweet first, and I'll give you the devil's advocate, Ryan, okay? So the tweet starts with 76ers. Uh, This is a Philadelphia basketball team, uh, just for your benefit, Matt. Again? 76ers star Joel Embiid has been fined $35,000 for his Degeneration X slash Triple H celebration versus the Blazers on Sunday. And Triple H responded, hey, at Joel Embiid, I know a place where you can do that all day and everyone will love it. At WrestleMania 40 is right there in Philly. I mean, nearly made my speed check, but I had a lot of good stuff, positive stuff I wanted to talk about this week. Anyway, your devil's advocate, Ryan, is starting Monday, my boss can suck it because every client I meet going forwards is getting that same gesture. Well, I mean, absolutely. Everyone gets the suck it gesture. I don't care who you are. Man, woman, in between, binary, trans, all of it. Your mother can suck it. But the fact that I don't have any customers because I'm a data analyst, so... I thought you I thought you still had to deal with people on Zoom and things like that. No, God, no. I, oh, okay. I have okay. spoken to one person today, and it was my boss, and we talked for about an hour, and that was it. I was kind of thinking I probably should have gone with Matt, because I was like, you probably love to do that anyway. <laughs> Do you know how many times I got in trouble at school <laughs> in the late 90s? Uh, you've lost count, clearly. It would have been a big number. Matt's playing. Is that a Doctor Who toy you're playing with there? It's, it's a toy. It's a sonic screwdriver. It's a toy. 
You're a toy. Is it a real Sonic screwdriver? No, it's a toy. I, you don't know that. Yeah, I do. Is that a real it, Sonic screwdriver, Matt? It's remote, it's remote control. <laughs> so it controls things? Yes. Oh my gosh. I don't so want to know technically, on a technical level, mm, yes. On a technical level, it's not, it uses light, probably. Not sound. But, sorry. Sorry. In sorry. Any, in any case, moving on. Uh, someone else has got to do one. But I thought it was pretty cool that Triple H said that invite out. It is sure. Very, very um, it would be cool if he did appear <laughs> at WrestleMania 40. I think that would be for the Philadelphia fans as well. They would. It, it would be. It would be a cheap pop. I've sure. got. I, I, you know what? I actually have a devil's advocate to give to Dram. To Dram. Dram. The G Ram. G Ram. G Spot. Yeah. Sick day. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> The people who created disc golf were just lazy, so they came up with the most obscure name they could come up with for essentially playing with a children's frisbee. Well, as people would know, you can't call it frisbee golf because frisbee is a trade name. So they had to choose disc golf because not every disc that's thrown is actually a frisbee. So that's why they went with the term disc golf. Okay, so that's the reason why we did it. But yeah, no, what's wrong with using kids' toys? People like things that take them back to their childhood. What could be more fun than throwing a disc on the beach, but then incorporating it into a funner version of ball golf? Secondary. That was, that was full disc Martin Kellner. The only thing more boring than disc golf is regular golf. <laughs> golf is no, a good walk. No, more more boring than golf is watching golf on television. Graham, you spent fifteen of those twenty seconds explaining why it's called disc golf and not frisbee golf. Oh, because Ryan Ryan didn't defend mine at all either. He just said for fifteen seconds, people who he would show that like he was just mentioning. I don't care if it's your mother, your brother. Da, 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 da. I asked him about his yeah, clients. Suck so it. If you were going on that, then I could say he was diverting as well. But he you asked me. I wasn't defending him. Know, so also, remember. Form. Remember what George Carlin said. Instead of watching golf, I would rather watch Flies Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. I, I I can't remember which album that's from, but yes, I recognize that quote definitely. Okay. Uh, no, I guess I'm, you should take part at some point. I'm yeah. This ref me to go this long. Uh, Graham, I'm gonna give you yours first. I think. Okay. okay. Given how much I enjoyed doing it. I am going to spend the next year doing the zombie walk everywhere. Absolutely. No, this was 10 years ago in Fredericksburg, Virginia, but no, it was really cool. You got to, you didn't have to, you didn't have to wash, you didn't have to shower. Ryan will certainly appreciate this. Uh, you could just put on old clothes. They could be ripped. No one gave a fuck. You walked ridiculously slowly. As I'm getting older anyway, that's still going to be a natural progression anyway. You have a vacant look in your face. I'm getting that anyway. I'm so overworked and so tired. It's natural whether I mean it or not. That. The proper devil's advocate answer. <laughs> I had for, kind of forgotten about that. It said in the clip when I reposted it, it was the third annual one. So I'm sure with COVID it got cancelled. But no, it was an absolute blast. It wasn't very far because obviously you're shuffling your feet along. The person who was in front of me on the video, he was really getting into character. Uh, unfortunately, you, I didn't post some of the other pictures, but like Mason had like a skull cap that he put on so it looked like you could see his brain. Uh, everyone put like ketchup on their shirts and that it was a really fun event that i would definitely like to do <laughs> do again um i'm not sure it's very quick for maneuvering around all the time but that's why it's a good devil's advocate of course indeed right 
Graham, you right around again? So... Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't think yours is fully formed, unfortunately. I think I have a comment written down. Oh, yeah, that was it. I, I just wrote one comment down. Uh, it's a bit of a softball, but hey, it'll have to work for you. I'll um, batter up. There, there, there you go. There you go. Um, Ronda Rousey on. I'll put my false teeth in and I'll start again. Ronda Rousey. Oh my god. Ronda Rousey on the Indies. Nobody wants to see that. Billy Starks versus Ronda Rousey. Nobody wants to watch that match. I would rather shit in my hands than clap than watch Ronda Rousey on the independent circuit. I mean, come on. If I wanted to watch. A, a woman wrestle who who is only in it for the money and the likes and things like that, I'd go and watch AEW. I'd watch someone like that. I wouldn't need to go watch someone on the indies of her caliber, Graham. Um, I think it's actually a tag team match. I, I think it's, uh, is it Maria Shafir? I, I think that's one it of is. the UFC people. It is. I can't remember who the fourth person in the dance is. But when I, I saw very, Billy Starks and Ronda Rousey careful. together, I was like, I want to see that. I was very careful because I have a lot of time for Billy Stokes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, what a, I think that's a great... That was Ryan mentioned the fact that you didn't expect Ronda Rousey to appear on your indies on your like bingo list for the year. I did not expect to see Ronda Rousey versus Billy Starks on the indies for sure. Perhaps in a few years' time at WWE, yeah. But to see it earlier now, wow, that, that, that'd be... A, I'm, I'm looking forward for that match. On Fight Plus, I believe, so I'll be checking that one out for sure. Okay. Ryan, you want for me? Do I? That's a great question. No, he doesn't. Now, what is an advocate? You know, like we really have to kind of break it down to its most basic. Are you going to start brooding? Like, what is a man but a but a collection of secrets? (laughs) What goodness! I don't have to pick Jackson up tonight. (laughs) What is a secret if not a collection of men? Good point. Oh, I thought that was the devil's advocate. That's an orgy for you right there. Maybe it is. Uh, I got nothing. (laughs) Just give him his and then we'll leave. Okay. Okay, Ryan, your devil's advocate is as follows. Um, Despite the success of the latest season of Loki, I will not watch any more Marvel Cinematic Universe ever. Well, I mean, I haven't even finished Loki yet, so, I mean, might as well stop there. And due to my eyesight, I'm probably not going to go see the Marvels either. So, like, maybe it's time to tap out. Maybe it's time to watch something more interesting, like Keeping Up with the Kardashians or The Real Housewives of Who Gives a Shit. When you said Loki, I was actually thinking of The Wrestler to begin with, and then I got very confused. And then with Marvel Universe, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Loki Season 2 is one of the most watched things on Disney Plus at the moment. Loki Season 2. They just released the trailer for Echo, and they said, make sure to set your Disney Plus to adults, because it will be rated TVMA. Oh. Yeah, in the in the comics, it's... Oh, Echo, yeah. It's no, it's, it's going to be brutal, and it's going to hopefully tie into a dark return of Daredevil and not the colorful comic book that they were trying to go with, which I was okay with. Whatever. Neither here nor there. Just like... I think they can, I think Daredevil can, is, is a broader character. He can do both. So. Just like our sponsor, uh, I got nothing. I hoped I had something on my Twitter feed to be a good sponsor for us, but I don't. 
Matt, as Ryan didn't have anything for you, I have a non-wrestling related devil's advocate for you, though. Very well, sir. It's short but sweet. This week, I took Thank no you. satisfaction in Eric Ten Hag losing eight of his first 15 games of the season at Manchester United. I took no pleasure in it, Graham, at all, because as someone who, as a, rest, as a wrestling podcaster, by the football podcaster, Graham, do you know how hard it is to come up with new stuff to say about this rubbish team they're getting worse by the week i run out of shit to say seriously i've never i've never had such a dilemma as a podcast in my life i seem to remember one of my uh segments. i remember reading out a list of all the achieve well achievements and in inverted commas and it's just got progressively worse i think the meme i saw this week was if you're not going to support us when we lose three nil at home don't support us the next game when we also lose three nil at home they are so bad right now. It's not even fine for context. They've lost five of their first ten home games this season. They haven't done that since nineteen thirty. <laughs> the greatest losing streak since Kurt Hawkins. Uh, no, Hawkins wasn't, wasn't this bad. They also have spent uh, four hundred million pounds, which is about five hundred million dollars. So uh, they're not getting a great return on their investment right now. Since last August, four hundred twenty-two million. Only Chelsea have spent more, Chelsea. and Chelsea worse off. Than them. <laughs> they're doing even worse. But Manchester United is probably a more well-known team, so it's even funnier for them. And they're closer rivals to our team, Liverpool. So even better. Oh, in terms of distance, yes, 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 yes. No, so um, this time. Next week, guys, um, it'll be the day before I go to CXW. So we'll see you next week, guys. Uh, Ryan, any any notes? So I think it's really strange. AEW's booking, we've talked about it a lot. Um, their booking just seems to be crazy. They're bringing in a lot of people that you wouldn't expect AEW to bring in. What's really shocking to me is that they're main eventing a pay-per-view where MJF is defending his title, not against a wrestler, just a sack of penises. And I don't understand how that's happening, but you know what? We'll have to wait and see. It's called long-term booking. Um, we'll just we'll just have to see where they go with it. Be safe on bonfire night slash Guy Fawkes night slash fireworks night in England, Britain. We're out of here. Boom. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.